0: So yeah, I'm not asleep this time.
1: You're not asleep this time, and I'm not playing Resident Evil Five with a dude that I've been watching <laughs> recently, <laughs> and helping him not hate that. G- Yo, when I went into um, I guess like I'll just say the cha- his channel name is like Indigo Viking. Um, yeah. He's been going through the Resident Evil games, which is how I found him, and he's been going through all of them. Like all the numbered ones, so I was like, Yeah, okay, I'll give you a follow on to watch this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's on Resident Evil Five right now, and when I went in there, he was just raging hard because he was letting AI Sheva like actually pick up ammo and health and stuff, and she was just wasting everything, so he had nothing <laughs> a, for like yeah. some hard parts of that game. So I was just like, Okay, let's like let's do this. I'll jump in with you so i do and then we end up doing like four chapters in one (laughs) because why not like i've played that game before recently in fact so um but yeah that was super fun i really like that game that's a really fun game
0: yeah it seems like it i I own it but i've never played it what do you own it on because 360 oh okay that's the like one console i don't have it on yeah, 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 I owned that N6 on 360 because at some point, it was like a- after I'd watched Six be played, I was like realized how much I loved watching that thing. Yeah, uh, I went out and bought that N5. I think I'd also seen uh, the Proton Johns playthrough of Five. I think was the first time. Oh I yeah, saw the that PJ play. experience.
1: Yeah, I still <laughs> haven't actually seen that. <laughs> Because, like, oh, when he played yeah. it, I was just like, yeah, I played that game before. Why would I watch him play it? <laughs> it <laughs> didn't even occur to me. Like, of course I play Resident Evil 5. Like, why would I watch another person play it? I should probably watch it, though, because I like watching people play games I like. So... Yeah. I don't that was know. That's a fun playthrough. Nice. Yeah. And that's where a lot of memes came from that I still don't really understand, but I play along with when I'm playing with him so it's yeah
2: yeah
0: it's actually weird to me how many of john's memes for live streaming came from that let's play which wasn't that popular a let's play compared to his other stuff
1: was it not because most people who say they've seen a resident evil game
0: say they've seen five and they watched that video I mean, when it was coming out, it was like much lower than, say, Superman. Superman Let's Play is way more popular. Oh sure, yeah. Got. I mean, so, that's his thing that's, though. Like, that's
1: what yeah. his... like. It's built up, right?
0: Which is but that was it was kind of it was it was just a transition because it was like he'd been working on that, and they would they were fucking and those videos are impressive, but they clearly took a lot of work. Yeah, and then like for sure, Resident Evil was one of those things of like he had done this full playthrough and was like putting it out regularly like had a complete regular schedule release right yeah yeah
1: yeah man that like that superman series though jesus christ like yeah a lot of editing does go in that and i know that like it like paralyzes him just saying like thinking him thinking i need to get another superman out before i start another thing because of the way yeah. the internet has treated it. Yes. <laughs> like, so, if the internet wants anyone to blame about him not having a regular upload
0: <laughs> schedule, you can all blame your <laughs> fucking self. Because... Like, and reality. Because, I mean, there are also technical issues, but... Oh, sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure like, a
1: while back, he had to switch laptops too, and lost a bunch of footage. Like...
0: I think he had to switch. Yeah, he definitely had to switch laptops. I think he had to switch carts at some point too. I think.
1: Oh well, he has like five carts, so that's no big deal. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> mean, it meant so he had to many. play through the whole game again, but. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he and all he knows how to play the, through that obviously, game. Yeah, the failed attempts of figuring that out—that that was the issue or whatever.
1: I don't. I don't was envy was it. Annoying. I don't envy <laughs> the one thing that like i'm kind of known for and people are looking forward to is a terrible fucking game that takes a lot of work (laughs) to do a video on like that's kind of a no-win situation (laughs) to be honest yeah but yeah so there you go internet can blame themselves for his irregular upload schedule because you paralyzed him with fear for releasing anything that isn't fucking superman (laughs) oh well the, tr- the trials dude, and tribulations of
0: John, that dude played through two of my favorite Game Boy games. So, um,
1: yeah, he li- he likes Game Boy games a lot. So, no big surprise. But yeah, it's been a while since we did one of these. Um, yeah, we
0: did the one with Nathan.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of impromptu, if I remember. Yeah. So yes. And that was offline too. Like that was just yes. kind of behind the scenes and it showed up. That was actually still in December. So we haven't done one this year. So yeah, yep. 2017 is a thing that we are in right it's now. It's
0: a thing. Yeah.
1: Um it's
0: it's a thing.
1: Yeah. I've I don't know what the fuck has <laughs> been happening with me. I've been I feel like I've been busy. Like I feel like I always have something to do. And that's weird. <laughs> there is a long time where I didn't.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I played I don't a lot
1: of Resident Evil Seven. I played a lot of Resident Evil Seven, and <laughs> I continue to. Like when whenever I see people say we're gonna start streaming Resident Evil Seven this weekend, I'm just like, bitch! I've been mean it like so many times now. Th- <laughs> this isn't even news anymore. <laughs> Like, where were you two and a half weeks ago when I had already beaten it three times? (laughs) Uh, I still haven't beaten it That's fair. I know you've seen me beat it many a time, though, so it's just kind of at that point where you have to do it at some point. And I've I've watched other people play through it also. Oh, this is the thing, is that like even though I've played that game a lot, I've watched so much of that game. (laughs) I've watched so much of it. Um, I don't know what it is about that game, but I see the appeal of the speedrun community for that game. Because it's kind of this weird multi-genre thing where it's a first-person shooter and a survival horror game. And like one of these like first person horror game thing, like it's a few different things that it kind of like knocks off the list, which makes that community for speedrunning fucking weird. You actually have first person shooter speedrunners speedrunning this. You have people that speedrun games like Outlast and Amnesia speedrunning this. You have the Resident Evil community speedrunning this. There's a lot of people running this game because of weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird, and they all kind of take different approaches to it, which is super odd. It's It's been real fun, though. Like, it's been really fun to watch. You can tell, like, when an FPS runner is doing it, though, because, like, they'll actually be shooting an enemy while running towards it and, like, killing it <laughs> as they're running past it. Like Whereas, oh, like, the people like Carcinogen and, like, classic Resident Evil speedrunners are running around things, not through them. Yeah, (laughs) Uh It's really funny, actually. It's pretty good.
0: Um, They're They're knife-only runs now? There's only a few, yeah. There are like eight on speedrun.com now. There's eight? On Easy, and then there's one on Madhouse.
1: Okay, the one on Madhouse is the one I was... uh, Yeah. Interested in that one
0: took two hours and forty one minutes though.
1: That's but, but they really fucking did bad. it.
0: That's really not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's like an. I mean, it's like an hour longer than the easy run. But that's fucking crazy because Madhouse is It's hard. Stupid. Like yeah. that is a legitimately hard run.
1: Is uh, the Madhouse runs, but it's kind of the way to play that game. Honestly. It just feels more like the intention of, like... It feels like the way the game should be played because the monsters will actually kill you in a few hits, making them scarier. You can't really tank them and run through them. I kind of don't respect people that play any percent easy for a speedrun. Like, that's what I'm getting at here, is that I think that's, like the bitch way to play, but I understand why it exists, because it is literally the how-fast-can-we-get-this-done run. Yeah. And the answer is not very fast, because there's too many unskippable bullshit parts <laughs> that I hate and, like, am so mad about. Man, I hate that mm-hmm. beginning. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, that's that's what, I, what what I did. I played through that part and then was like, alright, when I'm ready to play this game, I have it, but I have this part out of the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, for Cause, sure.
0: Cause, and also, because when you start watching speedruns, you get you start to get really sick of that intro and how much the same it is every time. It is the exact before, like, same. Before the actual time. video game starts. The actual
1: video game in a speedrun doesn't start for about 16 to 17 minutes in. Yeah. And that's a speed run. Like, it's just all stuff you can't skip. And it's it's actually infuriating. Like, it is fucking terrible. This that is one of the things that I think you should be forced to play the first time you play the game ever, if it doesn't like read a save file or something. Yeah. You should be forced to play it because it is kind of important. Like, it's actually super important, that intro. But every other time, it should just, like, start you off at the dinner scene, basically. Or ask you, would you like to play the tutorial sort of bullshit? Like, would you like to play the first 17 minutes of bullshit that you've seen a million times? Because everybody would say no, and those runs would be going from an hour and a half to an hour and 50 minutes, roughly, down to,
0: like, an hour, I don't know because it's like you can't skip the opening cutscene, but like at the very end, there's totally a menu off- cutscenes in that game. Totally, but it only comes at the very end. I don't know why you can't even skip the intro. And then the whole ship scene is bullshit. uh
1: The whole <laughs> thing with a DLC part like that obviously seems like it should be in the game, and it's on the game yes. is bullshit. I'm mad. I'm actually super fucking yeah. angry. So I
0: just watched your... I watched the VOD of your playthrough of the Daughters DLC today. Yeah. Yeah. That... Why is that not on the Zoe path? What the fuck? It feels like it almost should have been. Like, it
1: honestly feels like the way this game was being made was... If they had all the time and money, and, like, they were gonna... Not rushing to get it out or something, they were going to do... You choose Zoe's path you have, like, you go in the boat, you both get knocked out or whatever, and then Zoe, while she's, like, knocked unconscious or in a coma, is, like, seeing that scene happen that you're playing through, uh-huh. and then you wake up, and then, like, or Ethan's, like, waking you up or something, I don't know, whatever, doesn't matter, and then you continue on, whereas, like, the Mia version is what we get, where you, like, see the tape of, like, her in the ship, blah, blah, blah it really really feels like they were doing something like that but then like just took it out for pacing reasons maybe or something
0: like they have that whole and they i mean honestly to me they have that whole vhs tape mechanic in the game anyway yeah. like why is it why is it why aren't they all in the game and then you're allowed to play them outside the game if you want to yep for sure but just like be in there somewhere where you can you can just get to them that way on like first playthrough.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't particularly. I, don't I mean, that. that one's so bad because it, there's it's such a good story in there for understanding it's, stuff. That yeah, it's super depressing. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, and it and also like an alternative to that ship section would be good. That ship section.
1: You know, I thought for a long time that ship section is the worst thing in that game. The intro is actually the worst thing in that game. Yeah, no, yeah, the, the intro is the worst. By far. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> the ship is annoying, but once you know where you're going in that thing, it's super quick and easy, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Madhouse is still a bitch on that ship, I will say, because they put way too Madhouse. many bloated yeah. enemies everywhere, and it's the worst. <laughs> Yeah, fucking worse the, the bloated guys holy fuck god. they are the worst like they're bad enough as it is then on Madhouse they're harder to kill like fuck that oh,
0: I love what it, f- the first time we, I think you did uh, Madhouse and the elevator came down there were two bloated in that thing instead of one yeah like, oh god no
1: my heart like stopped <laughs> because I was like okay this is gonna be hard thinking there was one and then I see two. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I think I used up like all my ammo at two. At that point, yeah. The another annoying thing about them too is that like one of the more powerful weapons you can unlock for New Game Plus is uh, a melee weapon. It's a circular saw and yep. you just can't use it against them because they're like juices get on you and like hurt you and kill you if you use it on them. So the one yeah. thing that kills like everything including the and uh the bosses in the game, you can't use on these fuckers. They will still kill you. It's terrible. It's so bad. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that and that DLC is stuff that should have been either free or in the game, I think like I don't know it's I have I'm starting to have problems with the way this game was handled and it's only because I've seen some like them do some great stuff with the DLC that should have just been there so like I don't know it's just anger because I love it so much really
0: yeah it's also just it feels like that's what just how AAA games are now a lot of the time yeah if like you're, if it's actually a full big release of a thing, they're they're gonna try and cramp, hide as much stuff in the DLC as they can. Yeah, that's true. if it's not a multi, especially if it's not like a multiplayer game that's charging you a season pass and all that other shit on top of it, also, they just games are sixty dollars are what they are their regular price, but there's also all these other costs on that are expensive. It's frustrating
1: i should really, I really do a speed run any percent pc madhouse new game because sixth place is seven hours and ten minutes and i think i could beat that game faster than seven hours and ten minutes and i would, could take sixth <laughs> place from this dude nice i could be in the top 10 because there's only six people right now
0: <laughs> in the leaderboard <laughs> I love that a little bit of dude like did it in seven hours, and it's so, like I'm posting this. Yeah, and he's like, on I there
1: because yeah, I fucking did it. <laughs> but to into his credit, when he posted it, it was 16 days ago, yeah. and he yeah. was the only person with a time up yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. So that's fair enough. Ever like just for some context, I guess for people listening, since then the top three are within. Two minutes of each other at an hour the top has an hour and 50 minutes and 29 seconds and third place has an hour and 52 minutes so like yeah it's they've narrowed it down <laughs> since
0: the seven hour dude <laughs> they figured those guys were were busy routing it while that dude was just fucking hammering it's actually <laughs> true at it. it's actually true the
1: top three dudes are the like are speedrunners for this yeah. game so, they were actually, like, doing the rooting when this guy was just submitting his score. So, there you go. That happens. Um, I, The 100% Madhouse New Game Plus, I like a lot. Like, I really like that yeah. one. I like seeing somebody play that game fully, picking everything up, reading all the files, quote-unquote, reading all the files and everything. Like... In less than two hours, I think that's really cool. I really like that one.
0: As the like, it's not that much longer a playthrough. It's not, but you get everything. It's like five five
1: minutes longer.
0: That's like that's like the key to me is that that time is still so close to not doing any of that because of how much shit you have to do in the game. Yeah, that it's like why not do all that stuff too? Yeah. No.
1: Totally the fact that somebody has knife only madhouse like is actually just disgusting and i hate it <laughs> i i hate it so fucking much uh carcinogen tried a knife house or a madhouse knife run and um, uh uh-huh. it didn't go so well he raged and fucking <laughs> shut his stream off wow yeah the t- you know you know who did it the two fucking bloated in the barn he couldn't oh. get past it and he has a thing on his chat now that's um, exclamation mark knife only and it basically just is like a thing that says I didn't finish it no I'm not going to do it again oh wow <laughs> and some people wow. like a dude was even like for $250 would you do it again he's like no I won't. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, Man. yeah, he's I mean when he, when him. that dude gets mad, he gets mad. That dude gets salty. Like yeah, for sure. Yeah. He gets tilted yeah. as fuck. So I mean, good on you, I guess if you're really that pissed off, not even money's going <laughs> to buy you off. That's yeah. that's pretty good, I guess. But yeah, that that game continues to give Specifically because I have it on PS4, so I've been playing the uh DLC content as, as it's been coming out because it came out uh, the first pack came out a week after the game came out. The game came out January 24th, um, on January 31st is when the first DLC pack came out for PS4 only, and then just two days ago, as of this recording, February 14th, the second DLC pack for PS4 only uh, came out. So played that, and then next week on the 21st is the day that stuff comes out. Both of them, both packs, come out for Xbox and PC, so I'll be playing both of them again on PC. And hoping to look into the issue that my PC's been having recently, playing that game specifically, where it doesn't like it (laughs) at all. It really doesn't like it. So, we'll figure it Mm. out.
0: When does the Not a Hero thing come out?
1: Uh, spring 2017. Okay. Yeah, it, no dates have been announced yet. I'm looking forward to that. I need to know more about Redfield, and more importantly, yeah. I need that information, the canon information to be out there, so I can read Reddit again. Because <laughs> that <laughs> subreddit is fucking
0: cancer right now <laughs> with that shit. Look, man, I told you. You just have to find R. Resident and Evil. Evil. <laughs> that doesn't exist, does it? No. R slash and Evil doesn't
1: exist. Which I'm disappointed. Evil doesn't. Yeah. Oh you're right. Can I make it? Probably. I'm probably gonna make it. <laughs> Create your own subreddit <laughs> name. Is this like where I would put the title? Oh, man. Okay, I'll leave this for later, not while we're doing a thing. <laughs> it's the true Resident Evil subreddit. <laughs> and then I'll make Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's for people who are
0: really in the know.
1: That post... The truer. That post pissed me off so much. From, like, a Facebook, like, local trading group I was part of before I left because yeah. like, of that post. It's just like... <laughs> A dude saying like, "We'll trade Resident Evil Seven for FIFA Seventeen or whatever." It's like there's nothing right about this at all. Why would you buy this game if you just <laughs> want FIFA? <laughs> like, fuck. I don't know. It's weird. Weird things. But how do, how do you like Resident Evil Seven? Like, you've watched a bunch of it and you played a little bit of it.
0: So I fucking love the the birthday puzzle. <laughs> That it's whole really good. thing with the VHS tape—that like everything else the game does—is like justified justified because of that thing to me. Sure. That thing is so cool. I wish there was more of that in the game. I wish they did that again. What do you think of the bedroom the DLC? The bedroom DLC is cool.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: It's like, that was it's cool another thing.
1: escape room. So that's. What I, I wish it
0: were part heard. of the game. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Like, it's, but is the big thing. I think that thing's less cool as standard deal, as a standalone thing, than it would be as part of a a bigger Resident Evil game. Honestly, sure, but like, uh, like a still Saw cool.
1: game, basically, like in Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. know. the birthday thing is really cool, especially that it has like real like benefit to you as the player in the game. Whereas since, like, you saw the tape, you know what the, like, outcome is. So when you get to that part, you get to just, like, bypass all of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that and that's super satisfying. when Yeah. You see that go through the first time, and then and then that you don't have to get the VHS tapes on subsequent playthroughs, because you've already gotten that knowledge. Right. That's all. That's all good stuff. That I actually like, would have lo- been I've... cool
1: if Bedroom was implemented in the same way, because in bedroom the way you escape at the very end is you go under the bed thing like if that was a tape to show you that that's like how you get one of the puzzle pieces or something in the main game that would have been cool that like there's a thing
0: under the bed yep oh well
1: (laughs) oh well yeah
0: they didn't didn't do it no Uh, I wish they I wish they had done more of that um yeah they saved some good stuff for the DLC, which is
1: awesome and terrible at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It is what it is. What about playing it? How do you feel like actually controlling it? Um,
0: I don't know. I have a, I'm, I'm fucking bad at it. <laughs> I'll yeah. say, in the in the extent that I went to down to, to hell as you call it, which is like the first. <laughs> The basement area where you first find a bunch of molded it's so bad i went i went through it like twice and was like all right yeah more feeling it
1: it's real bad and it gets worse (laughs) the second time you're down there (laughs) so bad
0: (laughs) yeah whereas i really like the part where you're like where uh the dad is chasing you around and you're trying to figure out ways to get around him like the very beginning yeah yeah like the beginning of the
1: actual game i should say like not the actual yeah yeah, beginning. yeah 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 no that stuff's actually really cool um it breaks down a little bit when you realize how he's programmed so you can just like oh, totally him always
0: <laughs> i mean you, you could juke him to always except for when you go past that wall where he's programmed to walk through it yes oh even fucking knowing that's coming it still fucking got me, kinda. I, no, it got me too. It got me watching
1: <laughs> a dude play that part, <laughs> and I knew it was coming, but he didn't, and he freaked out. It was so good. I think I still have that clip somewhere. Oh, maybe not, because that dude got banned for streaming the game before it came out.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb, because it, you're like... By the... I knew where he was and I ran to a spot he couldn't have been there but then because of how the game works it just it is there. Da. No.
1: If that game had more just like random generation of parts like that it would be fucking terrifying. That would yeah. be like I actually don't think I could play it because of the stress <laughs> and the paranoia of just like yeah. you're walking to get something and a dude comes through the wall at you. Fuck that. I couldn't do
0: that. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's such a that's such a scripted moment, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: that's the only part that happens in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're using this in the trailer.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's
1: it's a little dumb that they did, to be honest. Yeah. But you know, it happens. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm really looking forward to the Not a Hero <laughs> DLC, though, for sure. I mean yeah, that's
0: int- I'm, I'm interested.
1: Mm-hmm. we need answers like reddit needs answers they need to stop <laughs> just talking out <laughs>
0: of their ass reddit needs help that's he needs just so should be like help. the tagline under reddit at all times though. Yeah. reddit needs help instead of <laughs> please. instead of front page of the internet it's just <laughs> like it's help like,
1: it's like please help us yeah exactly we need help but yeah, uh, the other DLC stuff has been weird, but like fun. The Jack's 55th birthday is dumb in the in a good way. The molded have little hats like it's, I don't know. That shit's good. Yeah, Tw- 21's good. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. 21 would have been great as a multiplayer thing. Mm. Like where you match up with another person. I'm kind of mad uh-huh. it's not. It's just like a scripted event. But yeah. that thing's cool. Um, Ethan must die is probably the worst thing, and it's still okay, I guess. It's just, like, a really hard path through the house that you have to take.
0: Yeah. It it just seems like it could have done it better. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, don't put healing items in it. They're fucking useless. They're so useless. But... Yeah, and like you just—it's you're so at the mercy of the RNG to get anything. Oh, for you get sure. a good start, and it's like you just get punished so immediately. They kind of—they just didn't tune it. It's like, well, they're just making it fucking hard. That's what people like about roguelikes, right? That they're just fucking hard. Not at all, right? Like, you're not. <laughs> I mean, that's not the I mean, only thing a, people like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a subset of people, a smaller subset that probably do just like it for that, but that's not everyone. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Nightmare is cool. I like that sort of thing. It's kind of like a Call of Duty zombies type thing. Kind of cool. Uh, I need to do more of it though. I don't know yeah. that I'm ever gonna get all the trophies in that game. Because mm-hmm. I'm starting to finally burn out a little bit in it. Uh-huh. I played it a lot though. I went pretty hard. So. Yeah. But whatever. Um, I've been having a decent amount of time with Fire Emblem recently. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah. So Fire Emblem Heroes came out on uh on Android and iOS on mobile devices. I should just say, and um. I downloaded it because it's free, and I was like, yeah, this will be a fun little thing, I guess, I'll play while at work, and I played a lot of it at work when I downloaded it that day, <laughs> like, a scary amount, and I was just like, this is really fun, and then I was trolling people and saying, like, why didn't anybody tell me Fire Emblem was
0: good and blah blah blah, but, um, Why didn't anyone ever t- <laughs> Fire Emblem good? Why didn't anyone ever just, you know, any time Fire Emblem got mentioned in Which the stream? Which was all the subway, time. Chat, chat just would start talking about Fire Emblem for ten minutes or whatever.
1: Fire Emblem got <laughs> mentioned, uh, like, an actual large amount of times in stream, too, for a while there. I think it's when, like, yeah. Conquest and Fates and whatever, like, that whole thing was happening, It just, like, kept people talking about it for that whole year. So, yeah, it got talked about a lot. Um, Heroes is fun. It's, as I'm finding out now, and I'll get to that in a second, it's totally a Fire Emblem game, like, dumbed down to the very, very basics and made super accessible, which is exactly what I liked about it, like, getting me into the series. Because it did get me into the games, and I'm playing Awakening right now and that game is exactly what I thought it would be it is like Fire Emblem Heroes only like on steroids and it's dope it's so good
0: <laughs> so yeah. yeah like in like in Heroes characters don't even miss you don't even have miss chances on your hits or anything it just fucking works it's you're right mad. they don't do they no man I, I kind of only put that together today it just hadn't occurred to me I didn't even like, think wait about that yeah. Hmm. It's just always the straight math. Because they're just like they streamlined it down to just being little puzzle boxes basically. Yeah. I mean like, it's a mobile game. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean I fuck I think it's great as a mobile game. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's really good and it totally. feels good. I like the little animations. Like it it moves fast. Like I haven't played more of it because I haven't been using stamina potions. When I run out of stamina, I'm just like, I "All right, now that that's, I'm walking away. Do something else."
1: Yeah, no, I'm not uh, using stamina potions either. I was talking to John after a TDP podcast, I think last week, and yeah. I didn't realize how hard that dude is going in that game. It's bad. Well, <laughs>
0: didn't he? He mentioned on the podcast he was just he popped stamina potions constantly. <laughs> Yeah, and there was one complaining that there wasn't enough content. It's like, like he was. Yeah, it seemed like he was annoyed they'd given him that many stamina potions. But yeah, whatever. But like, I'm man, glad they did. Was, like
1: he was going hard. Uh, Holy fuck! Well, I didn't like, realize he was playing like it like lunatic, right? Oh, he's done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's done that game. <laughs> He's, yeah. Which is why he's pissed off because he has no easy way to get uh, orbs anymore. He just has to, like, kind uh-huh. of wait every day to get two or three or whatever they give you. So, like, yeah. so now he's at a point where he has to buy because he burned through it so quickly and so hard <laughs> that now, like, if he wants to keep progressing, he'll have to put money in or just, like, wait a week to get a new uh-huh. summoning ritual thing. But, um, yeah i didn't realize how hard he went into it until we were talking and he's just like yeah like i have nothing to do basically in it anymore <laughs> except for like the duels and he was pissed off about duels because he didn't have uh, a bunch of five stars and apparently like uh-huh. it's just the worst if you don't at level 40 so i mean that makes yeah. sense yeah i
0: already have three five stars though who do you have what's your team so I have male Robin, who's the main character from Fates.
1: Yeah, I have him. Too, I have,
0: actually. I mean, from Awakening. Yeah, rather, uh, I have Lucina, who's also from Awakening. Lucina is ha- a red, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, and Robin's a blue, but is also yep. extra strong against colorless. Yeah. And then I have Takumi. He's the archer yep. from Fates? Yep, I have Takumi as well. I haven't, I haven't unlocked his ability yet. I'm getting close where he can. He's an archer, but he can. He has an ability where he'll be able to attack at short range, also on counter attacks. Yeah, which is super attacked, overpowered. Which is for, which is crazy. Like I was like, goddamn, that's real good. It was actually and bad then,
1: because that unlocking that actually made it yeah. so hard to level up my Robin that I got because I got Robin quite late. So uh, yeah, yeah. like I actually had to just take Takumi and put him in a corner every fight <laughs> because he would just uh-huh. end up killing everybody
0: because they would try to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Yeah. So I so I had my I got the Robin and Lucina earlier. So they I, they're kinda were at twenty when I got my other two. So okay. I've kind of just been I've been taking it slow leveling up the other two. And yeah. the other one I haven't mentioned is Faye, who's like a dragon from an earlier game that I played. Oh, okay. Who's a pretty she's a pretty good support character. Like she has an ability where she can um she'll like drag a character over to her space and then move one space over. Oh, well, that's kind of like cool. Like she can just reposition and then she also you can upgrade her where she'll she has the thing where she she'll get healed. And like at the first level, it's like once every four turns, but you can upgrade it to once every other turn. She gets ten health, hmm. which is pretty pretty crazy too. And then yeah, she has like good. some buff. She has some buff and debuff stuff also. So she seems actually, and she's a green, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So for if sure. I can upgrade her to five star, I might actually just do that. If I ever had enough feathers, because she's a four star right now.
1: Do Brace you the rest know? Oh my God! What's her name? I don't have uh, the, my phone on me. It's actually charging in the other room. I think it's like Baruka. Does that sound like a name? Ugh, I don't know. She's on a flying dragon thing or something. I'm guessing this doesn't sound like a person you know. It's not
0: ringing a bells.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm using her right now. Uh, I got a five or sorry, a four-star version of her, and I'm not super impressed. So I'm pretty pissed off that I don't have a red or a green. I have two blues yeah. and uh, and Takumi. Wait, do I have two blues? Who's the other blue? Oh right. Uh, what's her name now? Uh, P something. I can't remember. I can't remember. Fire. What Emerald. color is she? She's a and blue lancer. Type? Blue lancer. I can't remember. It starts with a P. I can't remember her fucking name though. I, w- I keep wanting to say Pierre, but I know it's not Pierre. Obviously. It's Perry. P- Perry.
0: That's it. Yeah, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I have I have the tier list for Fire Emblem Heroes open what I'm looking at right now. Oh really?
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll send link. Alright, cool. Tier list for Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> Man, what a what a
0: world we live in. There are a bunch of tier lists and I've seen them and they kind of all value different different things. They don't necessarily they don't all line up. I like really like
1: that though. I'd hate when there's a definitive list. Yeah. So yeah. Oh wow. I didn't realize Lucina is like the
0: top class. So on a different tier list she was just ranked A and then Weird. I think the S was Ryoma was the S. She was like but she was she I think she was still ranked top five on that one, but she uh-huh. wasn't she wasn't S. I think this ranks her SS because when I was when I was reading through this, this one was taking more into account the specific things you end up fighting, and she's like really good against dragons and stuff. So, gotcha. So she's really good against the top tier enemies. Gotcha. I think was what was why it, it deemed that that way. Yeah, that's fair. Also, she's another character that can fucking heal herself. <laughs> just super fucking useful. I did get a oh, I was pissed.
1: Holy shit, I was pissed the other day. I did a summoning ritual, and I, like, I started getting the anime cutscene, so I'm super yeah. excited, right? And then, uh-huh. sure enough, like, weird purple hair goes down, like, giant tits, all of this stuff. I'm like, oh, sweet uh-huh. Camilla, five star, four star. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, god damn it! <laughs> four star Camilla is, like, so useless to me. So, I was pretty mad about that. But, um, I see this list is ranking her as A, anyways. So, meh. Whatever. I'm happy I have my Robin, though. I am, like, like, I was actually surprised how quickly I was able to level up Robin. He just, like, kicks the shit out of stuff. Like, real, (laughs) real fast. It's really, really crazy. I would really like a dancer of some sort, or, like,. You know, like a quote unquote support class of some sort would mm. be real nice. I don't think
0: I'll get one. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. I mean, now that I have two characters that can heal themselves that yeah. are my frontliners, I feel way. I feel okay not having a support. Particularly because you only have four slots. Yeah, fair enough. For sure. I need a red, though. I
1: do have a Tiki. But she's like 3 star and i don't really want mm. to spend the time and feathers to get
0: her leveled up to a 5 yeah. rank or whatever yeah so. so before before i got takumi and yeah takumi and um Faye yeah it's a green dragon so i didn't i didn't have a green at all uh, cuz i was running uh i had female corin who's the main character of fates. Mm-hmm. Who's also a dragon, who's a blue dragon though. And then I also had another red swords swordsman I'd fear. Who's like B, B-tier on this list. Right.
1: Actually, so I, my, like, um... and she
0: was like she was like the first four-star I'd gotten, so I'd leveled her up a bunch, but then she was starting to trail off. But it was just it was just it's so frustrating when you don't have a type covered yeah for sure like it's just like oh my god (laughs) why am i oh god i'm suddenly this is impossible because something is like super hard if i just have the right type god damn it
1: so apparently baruka is b tier on here so there you go um she feels like it too like (laughs) she is uh only four stars so i do take that into account but i kind of needed a flyer i didn't have one at all and she's uh, a yeah. green axe. So <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, this fills out my team nicely, even though she's a four-star. But, like, she gets fucked up, like, super easy. Compared to the three five-stars I have, like, mm-hmm. she gets almost one or two shot, like, every time. So she's kind of useless to me. And it's really sad. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Hector if I could get
0: one, is, like, the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Why Hector's apparently fucking amazing. Me- oh, yeah. he's a ranged counterattack. That's, That's why. That's why. Yeah.
1: This is um the one that John was talking about, I think, on TDP that he wanted to get. Maybe it was after TDP. Anyways... Another thing that happened to him, he got a character, and I can't remember who, that was a five-star red, and he was super stoked, because apparently she's, like, a badass. So, there's that that happened to I'll, I'd have to ask him for more details, but... So that sucks. I was pretty mad at him about that, for doing that right after, like, I got nothing in one of my polls, but... The one thing i would love for them to add is the ability to trade though like with friends or something that'd be so nice like okay. pokemon um
0: my headset apparently fucking f***ed out for a second so this, whatever
1: oh that's fine one thing i was saying that i would love is to be able to trade heroes oh yeah oh mm, man That'd be dope because like i want to give this takumi to somebody i'm not gonna eat uh-huh. him and I'm not going to take the time to train him up because I'm not really taking time in- like this isn't a sit down and play game like it is like for some other people which is fine for me I have that because I have awakening right now <laughs> like I have an actual yeah, yeah. game that I need to go through Um, so like I would love to just be able to give some of these characters to people or like trade with them or whatnot. that'd be nice <laughs> I could see why they don't do it though Because of money, yeah. (laughs) Because money, the orbs are way too expensive. Like, like they're like a buck each. Basically,
0: it's not worth it. It's kind of, it's kind of nice because it's like, oh, this is actually just it's inviting enough in the ways where I'm playing it, but it's brutal in the ways if you actually wanted to spend money on it, then I'm just never going to spend money on it. Yeah, It's just never going to happen. It's like, the prices for orbs are crazy! And when you're playing through the game, when you're playing through the game, you're getting orbs easily enough. It's just that at a certain point, that runs out. Yeah. But once that runs out, I'm like, I'll be done with the... I'm not going to play this anymore, (laughs) then I guess, like... If I've done, if I've played through all the story stuff, all the missions, like, I'm just going to be done. I'll Have you not been doing else. any of the, like, training stuff at all? Where it's just, I like, mean, I've battles? been doing training. I've been doing training missions just to level people up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like, probably fair. To level.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: I get that. And there, there are special challenges I haven't gone to just because I didn't want to get into those till I was, like, comfortable with my team. Sure. In terms of getting them... Like, I've kind of... Like, I had two people at level 1 and two people at level 20, and I kind of needed to get them on the same page. Sure. So that's that's more what I've been... That's what I've been slowly working with. And I didn't feel like blowing free-to-play currency on... Yeah. ...things. It's like yeah. I'm enjoying playing it. I might as well let this this ride out for however long it takes. You're... Are you playing it, like, on the go now? Or are you still playing it through uh, BlueStacks? I'm just playing it through BlueStacks. I couldn't... It just crashes all the time on my thing. That sucks. It's annoying.
1: But, like, on the plus side, one of the things that... But like, any either
0: way, it, it's an always online thing, so... Yeah,
1: I was going to say, one of the things that, like, I know you guys that have commutes in like big cities and stuff always complain about is going underground for the subway and stuff like this isn't always online game so you'd be fucked anyway yep 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 it is what it is it is and what it is is a fucking fantastic representation of an actual video game in a mobile form that works to the strength of both what the real game does, and what you can do on mobile. It's actually the perfect mobile game. They fucking did it. They did. Wow, Nintendo, you did it! Yeah. You did it. You know what's not probably going to be that good, but I don't know yet, because I haven't had access to play it, is Mario Run. I'm sure it's not going to be that good, especially knowing now how, like, good a game can be when it just works properly on the device. (laughs) Like, a tactics yeah. game is perfect for like a touch screen, a platformer where you just like, or an endless runner that you tap to jump because of there is like platforming elements sounds kind of shitty. Like I, I don't think I'm gonna be t- yeah. too into it.
0: It's, I mean, there was a reason I wasn't excited for that mobile Super Meat Boy game they talked about making that never came out that would have yeah. played that same way. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. I've it's played endless not that interesting. games on it before. They're okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the things about Super Mario Run is weird. There's like Mario automatically jumps over enemies. That That's yeah,
1: that is super weird. It's so weird. it's more like a puzzle game, right? Because you have to try to find out like where to put him so he gets all the stuff in the level.
0: Yeah, it's way more about collecting the specific coins that are in right. the level, and then there are like three stages of difficulty for that, where you through the same level to get all the coins. Right. And I've, like, played through the free stuff, and I've, like, gotten all the coins in the first two levels and then didn't get them all in the third level. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to buy this. That's enough of this for me. Actually, actually the Toad Run stuff is okay, which is just, like, get as many coins as you can through this run, and you Mm -hmm. try to beat people's scores or whatever. Sure. It's okay. As a free as a free thing, I actually think just playing Toad Run is like totally fine and whatever. It's crazy that they made, they started char- they tried to charge ten bucks for that thing. That seems crazy for what that thing is. You know what's not crazy? It's whatever.
1: It's how good what? Fire Emblem Awakening is. I mean, it's it's real fucking good. It's really fucking good. It's like so. Now that I knew what I was getting into, I was excited. A little nervous, though, because one of the problems, or one of the things I was thinking was, is the thing I like about Heroes how simplistic it is? Like, Uh am I going to like it if it's, like, this big blown-out RPG tactics, dating sim, weird narrative, like, fucking visual novel thing? And the answer Uh is yes. I fucking love it. Like... um. (laughs) I, it's It just feels like everything in between the good tactics gameplay is just, like, candy that I get to enjoy after doing a good job. <laughs> like, it's, it's hard to explain. But I think people yeah. that have played the game probably know what I'm talking about. Where it's, like, this game is super punishing so far. Like, it hasn't really, like, given me any quarter yet. Because I haven't, like really been able to customize anything like I'm just kind of rolling with the team that they give you right at the beginning facing enemies that can one-shot you if you fuck up and stuff so Mm -hmm. like it's kind of stressful it has that XCOM thing of I can miss even though I have like 90% chance to hit or something and it's fucking annoying one of Uh my characters that's supposed to like be able to take a hit got crit and got killed and that was super annoying Just shit like that. Yeah. But then when we get through it, the characters are so good, and I love them, and I just want them to hang out with me. (laughs) Like, I really like them. So I'm having a super fun time. I'm not getting through it very quickly because of just the, like, amount of shit there is to do right now for video games. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's been a nice little treat to come home and, like, do a mission and watch a few cutscenes and, like, meet a new character here and there or something. And, yeah, it's been really cool. I'm really, really glad I
0: got this game. So, there you go. Yeah. And, and in my opinion of, of the Fire Emblem games I've played, I think Awakening has the best story and character stuff. I think that stuff's the best in that game.
1: We haven't really dug into the, like, I haven't really dug into the story stuff yet. I can feel it's coming, yeah. but like I'm just kind of yeah. meeting all the characters. One
0: problem I will say I just I mean, have. Like even like in like the, the, the intro stuff, just like how that game's much funnier than previous Fire Emblem games were, especially. Uh huh. Like just like the, the, the humor stuff and the banter is better there than it was in, in the games that had come out before that. Gotcha. For sure. Like that was the that was a big standout of that game to me. Gotcha. Um one of the things
1: I will say I have a problem with, though, is yeah. that two of the first characters you meet are Crom and Lissa, or whatever, his uh, daughter, or not daughter, his uh, sister. Sister. Younger yeah. sister. She got fucking owned, like, murdered in, right beside <laughs> him on the battlefield by, like, yeah. some raider that just, like, ran across the field and, like, cut her head off with an axe or something. Mm-hmm. Not only does he have no reaction to this whatsoever like in the game she's just hanging out in cutscenes and like it's just like the dumb video game thing of like oh it's a game where like none of the shit that you actually do in the game part matter for the story until like the story makes it matter so yeah. that was a bummer
2: <laughs> like i yeah, was
1: um... really hoping there'd be something where like <laughs> He goes, like, into a berserker rage and, like, now we will just, like, attack anything that's near him because his sister just got
0: <laughs> fucking axed. But you know, no. that that's kind of always been a thing where story characters, if they get killed in battle, like, the ones that are pertinent to the story, they're just crippled, so they can't fight anymore. Right. But then they're kind of still around for conversation stuff. Right. But that's always limited to uh, the core small number. Sure. But then, um, the but honestly, Fates is worse about that stuff. Oh, really? Where you're okay. just like, f- they're just fights with people, and you like beat them, and then they're just not dead. And they, it gets to me. Like, Fates is really bad about it, I think that's too bad. Yeah. Honestly, I like. I much prefer it when the things that happen on the battlefield are like, if you die on the battlefield, you fucking die. I prefer that, but they kind of fates doesn't follow, follow through on that idea.
1: I mean, that is how I'm playing this. I yeah.
0: I, it's the same way I play XCOM. games. Yeah. I didn't, like this, I didn't so. notice that in awakening. I was like the first time I played fire. Emblem with not letting people die before that I had, I'd always let people die when uh-huh. it, like to an extent it was like, can I get by without this person? I'm just going to fucking keep going sometimes it's like oh i can't i can't i can't do it i have to retry. i just fucking have to but like yeah if someone if but like a lot of times it was because i would have i would be having a lot of trouble because i was like hadn't played those games a lot so it was just like oh my god i fucking got through all right i can accept that that person died it fucking happened just fucking move on life
1: i'm gonna be honest with you i don't even know how to retry at this point (laughs) It's just like um what happened was uh she died yeah. and I was bummed about it. And then I like I continue on. The next mission I fuck up and like three dudes die, but like I'm still going. Yeah. Then I shut off the game or like I close the game for the night. The Game Boy dies when I get back to it. So I plug it in
0: and I have to restart from the beginning of that chapter where I saved. Yeah, that's that's how you retry you turn the fucking thing off and you go back into where you saved
1: okay so all I have to do is let the battery run out every time I fuck up is what you're saying I
0: I go to the the fucking 3DS home screen and shut off the software and then start it up again and now I'm really worried I would just switch off the power and switch it back on
1: and now I'm really worried because I met my first Pegasus Knight person I get to control and there's archers yeah. everywhere, and I'm going to be super careful it's, in this fight. <laughs> it's fucking scary, and it's so easy to fuck. Because I it's learned so... from Fire Emblem Heroes how much flying <laughs> units fucking hate archers. <laughs> yeah, they just get fucking destroyed. Yeah, so... I'm going to I'm gonna so play that one pretty the... close.
0: Have you been using like the feature that shows you all the dangerous area
1: i have been now when uh i can't remember who it was i feel like it was wayward in discord said that i could do Mm -hmm. that yeah because yeah it's super
0: helpful (laughs) so the the, i'll i'll turn that on i'll see all the dangerous area and then like if there are specific enemies you're worried about you can like just click on them individually also and then they'll show up in a darker red
1: oh i didn't know that that yeah
0: yeah that's super important to know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's that's super helpful to make sure you're you're fucking care if you're trying to be careful, like that. You know, yeah. You know that's going to be helpful scary. It's super useful with archers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that game's been fun though. Yeah, I'm I'm a believer. i I I understand now. I still don't understand how. Deep, some people have gotten into these series. I've had a few arguments with people where I don't know where I'm talking about, but they're pissed <laughs> because I said something. Like, so I don't know, man. But it's, I mean, that's, it's Twitter. that's that just stuff happens. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm people used to get getting it. into weird fights with people on Twitter because I usually say something dumb to see if I can get a reaction, and it's real easy to get a reaction on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so you mess with people's anime waifus oh my god i haven't even done that yet i gotta do (laughs) that i didn't even think about messing with the waifus oh man all right but yeah no it's um it's been super super fun and i am excited to know that there's like a huge community of people even like that is easily accessible to me through, like, the Discord or Twitter or whatever. Where if I have any, like, questions or problems or want advice, I know, like, I'll get a bunch of various answers for it. And that's, like, super awesome as well. As much as I don't really want people to tell me how to play the game because this is kind of, like, on my own time, like, away from internet backseating stuff, the fact that, like, yeah. I have the option, if I need some help, I know that there's, like, people that know their shit... Is like encouraging as well. So that's
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going slow with that game it, there's a lot of game to it. <laughs> Although if you yeah. let people die, there's less of it. Yeah. I I mean but
1: I I can is. I understand that for sure. Yeah. But like that's kind
0: of what YouTube is for too. Like, let's not get any weird like I just yeah, no. I mean I don't I don't even mean story stuff. I just mean like actual a mission you can play is just lost like basically one specific side mission for for characters gotcha it's kind of how it works like i should make one thing clear here
1: too is that as much as i'm like loving the game and stuff this like next couple months are super fucking packed with games yeah yeah, yeah, so i'm not hurting for like content right
0: now if yeah, I no. miss something I could revisit no. it maybe like that's that's the thing you're playing your first Fire Emblem game you shouldn't worry about it right. that was like that was my third that was my fourth time playing through one of those games and I was just like when I played that when I played through Awakening that was when I was like ready to start taking it more seriously Sure. so I played it on Lunatic and reloaded if anyone died I like played like it a, the most insane way.
1: That sounds like a bad way to play that game for me.:
0: Well, so I also what I also did though, was I had the DLC that let you grind experience and gold more easily, so I took oh. advantage of that to balance it out.: So
1: because I all to on awakening some of the
0: leveling up more, right? Well, it means I think it means AI is more like aggressive and a little better, and it also just means numbers are bigger. Oh, okay. So, like, the early missions, before I could start grinding that stuff, when you're kind of locked in, were real brutal. Sure. <laughs> so, honestly, when I first played Awakening, I wasn't super... I had a similar thing to when I first started playing Fates, of, like, I'm not feeling this as much as I want to be, kind of mostly because I was playing in a stupid way. <laughs> it's just because, you know... That was how I felt like doing it. That's yeah. what I decided to do. Did you finish it that way? I finished Awakening. Uh, the only thing I haven't done in Awakening is the last piece of DLC. Okay. How much DLC and is I had, there? Um, there's a bunch. There's a lot of bonus missions, but there's one big final piece of DLC they did that's real story focused whereas the rest is just a lot of its um bonus missions focused around other fire emblem heroes cuz oh, okay. there's there's like a whole it, you're like recruiting magical card versions of fire emblem heroes from games past and then there're also like extra classes you get from stuff or certain skill so you can only get from the DLC but then you can also like recruit any You can recruit other characters through Street Pass, and you can recruit other, like you can kind of get any other old Fire Emblem character that ever existed in that game if you really want it. But the thing is, those characters can't form bonds the way your the main characters can. Gotcha. Okay. They don't. They don't have like personalities to to form connections with people. Gotcha. Except I think your main character they can. I think they all can for your main character maybe. Also apparently there's a beach episode. Yeah, there's also like a a fan service pack of one that's like Halloween. Yes, um, I'm in. Like a there's a hot spring. Of course there is. And you, of course there yeah, is. And you it's like you go to a certain place on the map and then it shows you a picture of one of the characters in a bathing suit. Great. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right.
1: But you know, it's in a
0: tactics battle, it's still it's fucking weird. But yeah, I did that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I don't yeah. even fucking care. I like fan service. People need to chill out about that shit more.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny. funny. So, uh, I mean, the bigger the bigger thing for me, though, was I had lost my 3DS, and I only owned that game digitally. Yeah. But I found my 3DS. Not that long. Nice. I, I had lost it. So now, now I have now I have a 3DS that has all my save digital <laughs> stuff on it, but my Nintendo Network ID is on the other 3DS that I had bought because I had lost my 3DS for fucking months, and I haven't gotten around to figuring out what the fuck to do about that. <laughs> you you might that have problem. to call
1: Nintendo to tell them to merge the accounts or something. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna have to call. I had to call Nintendo to get my Nintendo ID off on LinkedIn and I'm nervous about fucking. Uh, updating that thing that yeah. I told Nintendo was fucking lost or possibly yeah So. no for sure but I'm super glad to have the 3DS back and the cart of fates that has all three games on it at once cause that thing's worth more like almost as much <laughs> as the 3DS <laughs> good lord <laughs> <laughs> it didn't cost me that much but it's worth that much because it's so fucking hard to find yeah I remember you getting that yeah but now I have another comp- copy of Conquest, because I had started that. I got, like, five hours into that. And then I found my 3DS.
2: <laughs>
0: then you're just like, fuck. Where <laughs> was the 3DS? It was in, like your It backpack. was like... No. So, my backpack was where it should have been. Um, it was in the crevice of this chair, where I had lost keys for fucking, like, two years once. Oh, wow. But But I just, like... I had thought, I'd, I'd assumed I'd searched there, and I'd had like weird emotions about having lost my 3DS because like, you check your backpack it's not there it's like, I'm sure it'll turn up, and then like two months pass and I still haven't found it I'm like, fuck, I think I lost my 3DS. But then one day I was just like, I wonder if it was fucking in that chair, and I've, it was fucking there. I'm like I kind of feel like an idiot but I also feel really relieved that I found it. Yeah. Because that was like a real bummer. It's like seeing an and old friend. And it's great to have my It's like, I got my Awakening save back. Super important. And my fucking Birthright save back. (laughs) I really wasn't going to restart Birthright. It's good to have that save back.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Savior kind of hits what I was getting at before. I wouldn't be able to stand reloading personally myself due to how XCOM frowns upon reloading and saves coming. Like, I grew up with XCOM, and yeah, that's a thing. So, like, for tactics game, for me, it's just kind of like, when they're dead, they're dead. Like, get over it sort of thing. Which is probably not a good way to play Fire Emblem games because their characters have personality. In XCOM, they kind of don't. So, it's kind of a different thing. Maybe I should actually consider this a little bit more. Because you're right. It's kind of like, as I'm kind of talking myself out of playing this the way I play games. Because, like... I like these characters and I kind of want to like see what else they can do and like level them up and stuff. And XCOM, you just have like military dudes. You have a dude yeah. with this gun, dude with this gun. You don't have like a crumb with a little sister, right? Like, yeah. Unless
0: you make that so, story. Yeah. So for me, the, the best part of that, the permadeath and fire moment, the way it, it changes the way you play a map in that you're not you're not just throwing your your units out there and like winning a war of attrition. It really focus forces you to act strategically and like protect your weaker units and that kind of thing. Yeah. And but my whole thing with the permadeath thing is it's it's all about where you want to draw the line. Because at some point you're at some point You're actually. It's going to be harder to finish the game if you have, you know, trained out people, because there's like a limited number of people theoretically. Although there are plenty of ways to recruit, like magical card soldiers or whatever in in Awakening. Sure. But also, it's like Fire Emblem can be hard. So at a certain point, if you're playing through a mission and you're like, you've spent a long time on it and someone dies, it ends up being like. Oh man, I didn't want them to die, but fuck, I just really want to finish this mission. And sometimes the wanting to finish the mission is gonna win out and you're just gonna have you just go, Oh, fuck it. But when you're when you've played enough of these games and you're just like, I'm just gonna I know I love Fire Emblem, I'm just gonna play Fire Emblem as as long as there's Fire Emblem. I feel okay just restarting all the time. But when you're just sort of trying to get into it, Mm -hmm. I just think sometimes sometimes you just want to get through this mission and get to the next one and maybe this character is is like an acceptable loss as much as it's going to bum you out and kind of sure you. like i guess like that's kind thing... of how i looked at it when i played the the first fireman games i played that was how i looked at it i think the thing I that like bumps me
1: out is lissa is obviously like a medic yeah, and like, yeah. I don't have her, and she's a main character yeah. sort of thing going yeah. in on here. Whereas, like, losing random dude I can't remember the name of with a sword on a horse, like, probably mm-hmm. doesn't matter, because he wasn't in any of the cutscenes. He was just there. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're right. I think there are, like, probably limits of who I can lose and just be like, well, that sucks, but, like, I'll live. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm
1: whatever i'm at a point where i'm not restarting so <laughs> like she's dead yeah so that's fine that's fine you'll
0: get another medic like it'll happen i'm sure yeah they they give you extra units of every class assuming people are gonna die so like sure. like in my game when i'm playing with no one dying i, I have the I end up having the problem of oh man who am i gonna use though because <laughs> like when you like all the characters and they're all around but i can only use so many of them God damn. Mm. that
1: happens too. There are a lot of characters from what I've seen, yeah. so I can understand this. There are a lot of characters. Are there a lot of characters because they die off or because there's just a lot of characters?
0: <laughs> like, what came first, it's, the chicken or the egg? Um, I mean, it, 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 there are a lot of characters because they can die off. Like, there specifically, there'll be multiple characters of sim- the same role because you might have lost that one, and that's a role you'll need to fill. Like right. You need a bunch of axe guys, because you need a fucking axe guy at some point. It, like, you'll you want some axe guy. Or whatever. Sure. Yeah,
2: okay. Some games,
0: they just give you a shit ton of Pegasus Knights. Because, you know, Pegasus Knights can die pretty easily. I mean, they could get one shot by an
1: archer, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so... Yeah. So... What happens if you lose your character that you name?
0: Is it game over? If you lose your character or one of the lords, like if Krom dies, it's just game over. Oh, if Krom dies, it's game over as well. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Okay. Archers are fucking bullshit, by the way. I hate them. What? Archers Archers are bullshit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hate them.
0: Yeah. Um cuz that's like a thing in uh in like fire some of the fire emblem games, I don't remember? It's like only the lord like the, when you get to the final boss, like only the lord can actually damage it sometimes. Oh really? Like only like legendary weapons can do any damage to the to the end boss. So oh, I've man. played through fire emblem games where like I was like really nervous about using my lords cuz I didn't want to die. Right. Early ones, and then I get to the final boss, and fucking only my lord can damage it, and I—he's fucking underleveled leveled to shit. I'm like, fuck. That sounds terrible. <laughs> like I'm at the last mission. Ugh, I beat it though. Fucking beat it. I mean, it that's good, hard. But Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, it was—it was a bad time. Yeah. So that can—that—that that was a thing. Sure. But then, that, that's like a weird thing to, that was a weird thing to me about uh, the GameCube game. That was the first one I played where like Ike just felt fucking powerful as shit. <laughs> like immediately. Whereas in previous games, like the Lords had always felt like they needed to be built up. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny to me. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Why is Ike fucking destroying everything?
1: And our big just- sword came into like a group of four dudes of mine to take a mm. shot at the pegasus night <laughs> and like I appreciate the balls that takes <laughs> unfortunately for him he missed and he's gonna get fucked in every orifice now <laughs> because of it oh man oh man <laughs> yeah I gotta put this game away cause I'm getting ex- <laughs> overstimulated I'm getting too excited yeah so yeah, yeah, Fire Emblem's pretty good. I wish somebody would have to, would have told me. But there you go. Nobody uh, did. I told you. Um also I've been playing Neo. I'm not going to talk a lot about it right now because I'm still kind of working through my head how I feel about it. Basically what I thought it would be is a weird Samurai Dark Souls and it's kind of not at all that <laughs> it's um more like a weird hack and slash with like Dark Souls elements in it for like how you level up and get gear and all that sort of stuff. But like there's, it's just like a hack and slash RPG sort of thing that moves Mm -hmm. super, super fast. And, um, Mm. it's super good. It's really good, but I'm burnt out on it. I think (laughs) I went Uh, pretty hard in that as well for for a little mm -hmm. bit there, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird to me that like a lot of people didn't even know what this game was because when I would say, "Oh yeah, Neo comes out," they'd be like, "What?" But like I had to go to two stores to find a copy because they were sold out. <laughs> like it was weird. <laughs> Apparently, people knew what it was. It's just they forgot the name or didn't know the name or something. I don't know. Game's fine. Um, I I don't know. I feel like it's one of those RPGs where every All your increases feel very incremental, like, very incremental, like, very small. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in Dark Souls, you get to a point where you have, like, a soft level cap or whatever for, like, different stats, and, like, you can feel it. You feel more powerful. So, don't really get that satisfaction right away. It also feels way more punishing in um, Hmm. Neo for some reason. Specifically, the boss fights just feel like you don't do nearly enough damage to them and they can just fuck you up like real Mm -hmm. hard so it almost feels like it was tuned with the intention that you're gonna summon somebody in to help you because summoning Uh, somebody in to help you I still found it hard (laughs) like it was still uh, a difficult enough challenge so I don't know yeah I, I gotta play a little bit more of it and get some more thoughts down on it but Overall, I think it's cool. It was a good buy for me, but um, thinking about it like a Souls game is totally not the way to go, which was Mm -hmm. my mistake, and yeah.
0: Well, it it takes an obvious number of, like, direct pulls from Dark Souls, for one, so I don't think you're out of line thinking of that. Yeah. Like, the way it treats bonfires and corpses and stuff. Yeah. Of other players. Like a lot of that's it, it's a clearly it. clearly the people who made it played a lot of Dark Souls and like, Dark oh, Souls. and they love it but for they, sure. Yeah, but they, they made their own game,
1: yeah, they for sure did, which is actually nice, really. They didn't just do uh-huh. another Dark Souls thing, like, they took some mechanics that they thought would work or whatnot. Um, yeah, it's it's fine, that's a fine game. I'm looking more forward to some other stuff that's coming out soon. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, I think is the next big one for me that I'm super into. Trying Mm -hmm. out. So that's still like a week or two weeks away, a week and a half away. So I got some time for that. But yeah, that's kind of really all I've been doing besides like some of the stuff that I'll talk with you about. Yeah. What you wrote
0: down here. Like, so Yeah. So I picked up Nuclear Throne finally. Playing was that. The flame is fucking dope. Oh, yeah. it feels so good. It
1: just feels so good. It feels much better and than it. Gungeon. That's all I have to
0: say about that. Like
1: the, it just is. That's
0: like that's the the big thing I was like, oh, I totally see why people who are like into Nuclear Throne wouldn't like Gungeon. Holy right. shit.
1: Yeah. It's just so much more raw feeling. Like the weapons have a
0: feel to them. Man, it's a good game. <laughs> like it's just two seconds with nuclear throwing. I'm like, oh, I see. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> this game's fucking dope. Did you know that? Like a way is, uh... I couldn't tell. I couldn't really tell when I watched it. But as soon as I had, like was playing it, it just yeah. made perfect sense to me. You have to it feel was. it
1: to know. Yeah yeah for sure yeah there's a multiplayer mod for it huh
0: we could co yes yeah we should do that because i have that oh I I have that you have it all like already. set up to
1: go cool because yeah. i do too i th- yeah. hmm do i i've installed windows 10 since then i'd have to check but yeah i think i do either way wayward is super stoked in the chat because he really <laughs> likes that game and i've played it with him yeah. before he's yeah. he's good at that game <laughs> Yeah, I'm not that good. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> That's why I think us playing together it's would working. be fine. I can't play with Wayward because I'm just going to
0: drag him down. But yeah, no, uh, that game's real good. Speaking of multiplayer mods, yeah. I tried out that Just Cause 3 multiplayer mod, and that thing works. It's still very bare bones. But it actually no. works, though? Come on.
1: There's no way I'll just cause multiplayer thing can work properly
0: all the time. I mean, I installed it, I jumped into a server, there were people there, things were exploding. Okay. I had some trouble the only troubleshooting I had to do with it was trying to stream it. But that was on the streaming end. That was nothing with the game itself. The game itself f- perfectly. As soon as I installed that uh executable at mod but you have to download from an an, an a different site although yeah. eventually it'll it'll be in steam it's just not there yet
1: yeah that's going to be cool when that's like readily accessible for people just install with steam workshop i'm guessing probably
0: probably yeah,
1: yeah so it's still in cool.
0: it's in beta right now but, but it, it works. so it has yeah and you can go in and you can the big thing about the multiplayer mod though so there was DLC for Just Cause 3 that I didn't even know about yeah. that added like a boost jet to your wingsuit so yeah. you just have so like in the Just Cause 3 multiplayer when you, go to, you can basically just fly yeah cause you have a fucking boost jet on your back at all times So you never walk yeah, anywhere just, Fucking red. It's pretty good. Like, That's pretty good. I like. I see a jet in the air, and I'm like boosting at it, trying to fucking hook onto it, so I can jump onto that fucking jet and then throw the guy out and then ride his jet. I have a clip on my Twitch of like I jumped onto a person's jet and then was like riding it for a bit and then threw them out of it, and then like I got tossed out and then I watched them like get back in their jet and then followed it down, but then they crashed fucking dope yeah that's pretty it's fucking good. the fucking just cause three and you just get to places and it's like oh there's airstream everything is just exploding constantly
1: did they do the same thing so that they did for the just cause two multiplayer mod where you can just like warp and like warp yeah they're on te- your friends they're, and
0: stuff they're a bunch of teleport points okay cool because it's just the same guy
1: two. that did the mod for two that worked on this one i believe so yeah, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that that like works and worked out and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, man. it's
0: it's so cool. I need to I need to spend more time with it.
1: You know what game kind of reminds me of Just Cause Three was um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and that beta like was a thing. Did you play that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: did play that. Yeah, what else? that thing is weird, fucking- man. <laughs> It's like, I mean, it rem- what it re- it reminds me of like arc. It's like arcade-y Arma. Oh,
1: for sure. I just meant more like how, how big of a difference the final rounds of optimization make for a game, because that game ran Dude. like trash. That game <laughs> ran like trash. It did. Yeah. Like it was playable, but like not at a full sixty, ever. No. That was also part of
0: what made it feel like Arma. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. But but my favorite thing about that is how fucking insane driving is. Because your car just fucking goes through shit and, like, just up yeah. cliffs. It's just like, fuck it. I'm just fucking rolling. It and I love that. I love that so much.
1: I got the same feeling from driving in that game as I did back in the day from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And, like, just being on a dirt bike in, like, a mountain area, finishing a mission, and then taking that dirt bike and jumping off the fucking mountain to get down to, like, the base. (laughs) Like, Uh just shit like that. It does that so well, because I don't think there's fall damage. So, like, you just jump down the mountain with the vehicle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's real good. There's definitely vehicle damage. There is vehicle damage drove a like van or minibus yeah bus thing until it exploded okay but my my favorite part was that it's sitting in the driver's seat while it exploded i didn't die that's like, I just, okay that's fucking good. outlived the explosion Like until hurt? the fire had like all gone away there's a there's a highlight on my twitch players.
1: i'm gonna have to check it's that fucking out
0: crazy It's fucking crazy. I was just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking great. That game Uh,
1: seems fun, though. I'm actually... I'm pretty mad about how excited that fucking beta made me for that game, because I wasn't at all. And I'm probably going to
0: buy it now. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, that, that... Like, more than any other Ubisoft game, that seemed like Ubisoft had paid a bunch of crazy Russians to make a game. Like... It's just It had, like, that level of insanity to it that's like, yeah, this is a video game. Yeah. But it's like, has that Ubisoft money, so it's this giant online multiplayer thing, too. It's like this Far Cry open world thing with an
1: objective <laughs> yeah. of taking down a bunch of, like, mob, not mob, uh, cartel bosses. Yeah. And, like, you have a hit list sort of thing, and, like, you go to different areas for, like, the different people that you have to like find out information about and locate and take down it it strikes all of the like check boxes for me for like this is (laughs) going to be a fun thing especially if somebody else buys it with me to play
0: yeah like even with ai you just drive up because like when you get in a vehicle all your ai dudes just spawn into it Or if you get into it, like if you get on a dirt bike and drive away, once you get off, they just all spawn in right where you are.
1: Which is so um, good. It's just
0: really, it's fucking amazing. Like you drive, if you find some enemies while you're driving, they will all pop out the windows and just fucking start unloading on dudes. Yeah. It feels so good. (laughs) You're just fucking driving around while these dudes are just shooting out the windows. It's It's just fucking cool yeah i really
1: really liked the like assault or like start assault or whatever the fuck the button was you push like a button for them to hang out the windows with their guns and mow down any cartel members that you drive past
0: it's really good
1: (laughs) it makes me kind of not want to play some missions with people and play with the ai which is crazy to me
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing. It's, cool. it's just like and it's like it just feels like a, a game I can get the thing like that when you and me just played GTA five online but just fucking drove. Yeah. Like instead of doing like that that's a game where you can do that and it would just be fun. Oh for sure. That was like the best just part like, of GTA five, to be honest. Yes. I mean that my favorite thing about GTA five online was just driving around the city online. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: But yeah, that thing was kind of cool. And another thing we kind of played together, and that was out in the beta or whatever, was For Honor.
0: Yeah, I played a lot of For Honor in the beta. Really. That game's fucking cool. That game I really is like really it cool. as a fighting
1: game. I'm Again, so, I'm pretty mad
0: that it turned out to be a thing <laughs> I want now. Yo, Ubisoft is real good at making like the kind of online games I want. I wish they were better at online services, but they make good games. Oh yeah, for sure. Their online service, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> that's pretty trashy. It's, it's a bummer. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so for honor, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's kind of this weird Dynasty Warriors meets Soul Caliber intense sword fighting game
0: <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like,
1: there's different game modes it's all about
0: in it. But, like, a lot of it is built around the idea of, like, kind of one-on-one fighting right? based on, like, positioning in, in terms of up, left, or right. And then there's also a way that works if you're fighting more. It works slightly differently if you're, like, fighting two people. Right. Where it's just left and right is just based on where people are. So it's, like, got all these fighting game elements that are sort of simplified into like a slower methodical thing. But then there's also like a mode that has fucking creep, a creep wave in the middle push back and forth and you're, you're capturing points. It's just fucking cool. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. I still haven't got it, but I'm, I'm going to at some point. Uh, yeah. I just haven't done
1: it. just haven't done it yet. I'm, sure I'm going to get it as well I I don't know man like if you and somebody else that we know got it I would probably get it to be like a third or fourth so we could play together but as it stands right now like I'm waiting for a sale even like Uh 20% or something like anything off would be really good for me if what would be great is if Ben could do whatever the fuck he did with the Division and get it for two cents, and then just <laughs> give it to me? That would be awesome, but
0: barring that... I don't think, yeah, I don't think Newegg's gonna make that mistake again. Yeah, I'm sure they ate some shit for that, for sure.
1: Um, no, it's really cool, though. That's a yeah, really cool thing. It's like the best fighting game out there for me, because I'm not very good at the, like, fighting games where you have to do like these weird like inputs and like read your char- the opponent and all this stuff in like a split second it's much more methodical in this game yeah
0: and it's just kind of badass <laughs> like yeah like you just, I've like, been stab I've, a dude like I've been paying attention to a bunch of games that have tried or simplified versions of fighting games and like this is easily the most interesting most compelling thing yeah. i've seen Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm super stoked about it. Actually,
1: it's just like Wayward is saying in chat here. It looked like something I'd check yeah. out if I wasn't
0: already swamped in games. So, I mean, the, yeah. the reason I didn't buy it is because fucking Lucio just came out, and-, right. and then there was an event of playing 15 games with friends in Heroes. Just playing as a Warcraft hero gets yeah. you a mount for the and mount. heroes and a mount and and a mountain Wow. And the mountain wow looks fucking better. <laughs> the mountain wow looks fucking crazy. Did you get the, your 15 games? I'm 11. I, I, I'm. I need oh, like three more. You're but so it, close. it's like a two week. It's like a two week event. I have plenty of time. Oh, did it just start like today? It. Yeah, it just started this week.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So That's I'm just.
0: But so I, I just wanted to get it over and done with, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no. For and sure. I was just having fun. I was playing with Ben and head. Yeah. One of those guys is cool.
1: <laughs> Basically, I'm saying, fuck Ben. Piece of shit. Oh, I banned him okay. today. I noticed. Like, for like a minute. That was funny. He I was, asked for it. I was pretty upset that he was writing an essay. <laughs> because the whole no, reason... you didn't even notice.
0: He didn't notice you banned him.
1: The whole reason why I banned him and not kick was because I wanted him to try to rejoin the server and then realize that he fucked up. But, like, he (laughs) thought he only got kicked because he was able to rejoin right away because he was working on something, apparently. Piece of shit. Fucking hate that guy. K-Head's cool. (laughs) I have no problem with K-Head. But, um... Yeah, yeah, no, For Honor is very cool. I will definitely be getting it. If something spurs me where, like... A few friends are like, yeah, we got it. Right, come play with us. And I'll probably be like, yeah, okay, I'll eat up the the cost. Otherwise, it'll be on a sale. And
0: yeah, that'll be that. Yeah, for now, there's other stuff to eat my time. Oh, for and sure. I got, I, I played a bunch of the, the beta, so. Got, yeah. Got, got what I needed. That now. beta did what it was supposed to do, I've made the though. mistake where I've played too much of a beta and then bought the game immediately and like that's what happened with the division. I played too much of the beta and then having to redo all that progression at the beginning. Yeah. 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 You and I bummer. played a lot of that in beta. I played like fucking eight or nine hours of that open beta and then had to do yeah. that whole fucking full fucking eight or nine hours of that game again. It was it was a mistake. Yeah. Mistake no, for
1: that was a bummer for sure. Especially because um I did it and like yeah. it would have been nice to just like be at end game with people I play with, but it's yeah. fine. Um, for what it's worth, you're not missing a whole lot for the end game stuff so far that I've yeah. seen. It's just like yeah. replaying yeah. missions a lot. <laughs> so there's that.
0: I still, I did pick up that survival thing on. Yeah, so I want to check out. And that I, doesn't matter what it was. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna pick that one up too. I do want to see what that is. I just haven't yet. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't think there's anything actually coming out next week. For me, it'll be Resident Evil 7 DLC on uh, PC again, so I have like another quote-unquote week off for gaming, which is good because Horizon Zero Dawn comes out the 28th and then fucking Zelda comes out
0: three days later. So yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn me. I might also pass on for, just because Zelda is f- fucking there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one for me. I can't pass on it though
1: myself anyway. That's That's fun. I've been needing to know why there's big
0: mechanical dinosaur things like since I saw I mean trailer. if I yeah, my plan is skip on it unless I see stuff about it that makes it sound real good. Yeah. But that's that's my plan right now cos the for me the three games are Zelda, Mass Effect and Persona 5. Those are those Oh, are the Mass three. Effect.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Ma- thankfully Mass Effect is like 3 weeks after Zelda. it's a long time yeah. after. So that's good. Yeah. And then Yeah. Mass Effect and Persona but those are, are a little too tight for me to be honest. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah.
0: But I mean, those are all those are all big games. that that ch- want huge games for sure
1: that's not including that like i'm i might check out ghost recon wildlands now like that (laughs) that might be a thing now because i really enjoyed that and that's could be like this year's version of the division for me where i just kind of pick at it all year and play a little bit every now and then um Later on this year, Tekken Seven comes out. I'm super oh. excited to see that. I'm
0: just, I want to play Tekken Seven so bad.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited yeah. for that game. Holy, Dark Souls man. Three is getting uh, some more shit to uh, added to it at the end of March. So that's oh, going to be something I man. might check out. Like there's stuff coming out. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to see near, like this near stuff.
0: Yeah, I watched um, um, that God of
1: War stuff looks really good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that is that this year? Is that coming? They out this haven't. Year? No, they haven't confirmed. Okay, it, but I hope so. That was a but that trailer looked fucking crazy. It did for it did sure. I've seen the uh, I saw Giant Bomb play through the demo for Near. Uh-huh. That thing looks like it goes places. There's some crazy shit yeah. at the end of that demo at least. It, like it kind of sucks that
1: I never got into the first Near now, because I feel like I might have missed out.
0: But I still might well, pick up Automata, anyway. Yeah, from what I understand, it this plays better. Like, oh, that's just Mechanically, this is a better. Because the other one wasn't made by Platinum, and this one is. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. there were people who were super into Nier, but I understand it. It wasn't because of how it played. Yeah. That's I a think problem. a lot of people were super into
1: Nier, because, um... It featured, like, a transgender protagonist mm-hmm. or something, too. Like, just for, like, political, social reasons and stuff, people really yeah. dug near. Which is cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, I am i don't know. I want to see that. That's another thing on the list. Uh, I'd like to get more information about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now that I have a PlayStation 4, I care more. <laughs> like, I'll be able to play it, so... Give me more information on that. Yeah, I don't know. Shit is coming out, (laughs) so
0: I'm excited. Good time. Yeah, for me, it's it's Persona Five is kind of all I care, but I really want to see that Mass Effect thing. Yeah, really. But that one, and I don't even know what to what I should expect from that.
1: Like more Mass Effect.
0: I guess. Yeah. I guess I should. What they've said was expect also along the lines of uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I because that was sort of their forward in certain ways. Yeah. And I fucking love that game. I put a hundred hours. In that. <laughs> so I'm it's- okay with that. I'm also excited to play Mass Effect multiplayer again. Honestly, that multiplayer is good. Like I enjoyed that. It was fucked with
1: boxes, but the blind boxes were really bad because it actually gave you upgrades.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, yeah, i I wasn't serious enough about it to pay enough attention. Like I just blocked it out of my mind. Yeah, enjoyed what I could play without engaging with that stuff. Yeah, but I'm super curious about the game. But you know what? Other game is real good. What?
1: Dota Two. I mean, Dota 2 is really good. It's so good that it scares me into not playing it.
0: So I've played like... I think I've played close to 100 hours of Heroes... Mm -hmm. Dota 2 now at this point. Which is insane to me. But yeah, so Dota 2 had its big... Had a giant fucking patch. 7.0. They changed a whole ton of shit. They like redid the map again they added in so instead of getting just stat boosts as one of the things you can put level ups into um they have like a whole talent tree that sort of apes in a simplified way sort of apes heroes of the storms thing but you only get them at like 10 levels 10 15 20 and 25 or something there might oh, be okay. one more there i think that's it but so it's like but there are things like choose either you get 15 150 gold per minute for the rest of the game, or you get 250 health or stuff. There are all these like weird binary choices on characters to like, push them in certain directions or whatever.
1: Yeah, I did see some of that stuff and was just kind of... I'm kind of put off by that stuff, honestly, because it just seems like a little... It's another layer on an already hard-to-know-and-master MOBA. So... Yeah, you can really min max now, which scares the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean it. It seems super like if you are deep in Dota, it actually seems super because there's some of them are some of them are boring. Some of them are just like, oh, yeah, I do want plus ten all stats. Yeah, yeah, but some of them are some of them are crazy, like cooldown reduction stuff, and they just open up stuff for different for different heroes. But like some of them are super boring. Like I think Annie Mages was super boring because it was just like, yeah, Annie Mage needs more stats. So all his talents are about stats. It, That's like I think Purge yeah. Purge's review was like, they should have just put more stats on Annie Mage. And like, this is boring. They should've just put more stats on Annie
1: Mage. <laughs> like, <"This> <laughs> so like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Alright. Apparently his numbers weren't high enough. He needs too much farm. He doesn't need a lot. That's of fun. always been his problem, though. Yeah, that's why, like, a match of him versus Medusa and Lane
0: is just the worst. <laughs> God, just Medusa. is the worst. Medusa's the only the only hero I've seen that we were losing hard, and then Medusa finally got farm, and then you won team and marched down center lane and just won.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird that character. I. Like I love that character because I love doing that, just like not being I, in the game for like an hour and then winning yeah. <laughs> after an hour, yeah, but man, but, I it mean takes that's a lot also the kind
0: of thing that's like why I don't play dota anymore. It's sure. like farming for twenty minutes and then getting to play the video game, oh, for sure, yeah, without a doubt, like if you're super into dota, you have to be super into. Just last hitting and just the art of that, and I just I just am not that as into that as I kind of need to be to be super into Dota. If you're not like. into last hitting, what's the matter with you? I mean, it's fun. I I like it as a mechanic. It's just I'm I like fighting people. Yeah. That's... I mean, there are characters in in heroes where you have to last hit. There are only a couple of them, and they're based on certain talents. But it's all there's a little bit of it in there. Ragnaros has a talent that you have to hit you have to kill creeps with your Q to power it up and I got I've gotten pretty good at getting that done real fast but you only have to get like 25 it's not that big a number yeah that's not so bad whereas like if you play Dota you want to get like 50 last hits before 10 minutes or whatever to be good (laughs) yeah it's it's actually crazy (laughs) Yeah, but I I have some I've I've started watching purge videos. It's day nine and it was patch stuff just because I fucking really like Dota. Yeah, but I do it, too. Because I like how high its skill ceiling is, and I have so much nostalgia and affection for that game because I've played it for so many years, and it's fucking crazy seeing it change like this. Even if in some ways these aren't big changes. They feel like fucking world bending changes every time Dota like does something like this, like changes the map. It's fucking, it kind of blows my mind because it's the map is the map for so long and then they change it. Like what? Yeah, what did they change around
1: again? They like moved. uh, Well, they they moved Roche to and the Roche to the north now. Yeah, wait, north if you're on
0: radiant side. Yeah yeah. yeah. To the other side of the river and he's in the center of the river. Yeah. In a in a little alcove. They redid um the fucking like the power ups on the map that spawn. Okay. I can't even remember what they're called. The things you bottle.
1: Yeah, so now the there are like six of them,
0: but they're they're yeah, they're four. So now they're just always four um Gold runes. The yeah, that's right. I do remember seeing that. And then there's just one, and then there are two spots where just the power, the, the other power up runes will spawn at more, longer intervals, so they don't spawn as often as they used to. And then there are also they added in like shrines, which kind of act like you know Heroes of the Storm wells, where you go up to a thing and then you use it. But I think it's Four, I think the cooldown is for your whole team on them. And then there are a bunch of them within the base, too. Which also seems like it's stuff they're taking from Heroes of the Storm, which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, like Some of this stuff is co-opted from that. Um, and then they just they redid a bunch of little shit on items and balancing and stuff. So they, they made the map bigger, they added more camps, although the big thing they did with 7.02 they just they moved the camp so now they had added an extra ancient camp to the other jungle but now they swapped that so that both ancient jungles are on the same side of the map again and they just moved they, they moved the the other they decided they didn't like the thing of having two ancient camp an ancient camp on each jungle that it wasn't actually helping people jungle or whatever i guess yeah like if you're going to kill one ancient jungle you want to kill Put them closer. Yeah, exactly. I guess I guess is the thinking. That, that makes, makes sense, sense to me for sure. Yep. They finally, I think, they finally changed Viper's model. I think he was like one of the oldest models they hadn't redone. Yeah, because they Stella. redid like Venno, and
1: uh, yeah, can't remember who else. They did a few remodels.
0: They've they've kind of redone everyone at this point, probably. Yeah. But. But, yeah, I uh, think so. Um, they added a new hero. The first hero that wasn't ever in Dota 1. Yep, Monkey King. Monkey King. Yep. He goes into the trees. He's weird. <laughs> yeah. And I can't remember what like, else he does. He has like a... I mean, he has like an, an Earthshaker kind of long stun. Mm-hmm jumps on people from the trees. He has a camouflage thing that acts differently depending on where he is on the map. Yes,
1: that thing I've seen a few like gifts of and it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: It's real good. Like if he's just on a step, he'll turn into a he'll look like a like someone had just left an iron branch somewhere on the map. Or he'll turn into a shrub if he's near a tree or something. Yeah. It's real funny.
1: Yeah, it's good. But stuff. it's also I also
0: really like that like if you eat the tree he's standing on, he gets stunned. That's real good. Yeah, that's really good too. So like against a timber saw
1: or something that can just cut down a lot of trees in an area. Like <laughs> yeah, he's really kind of fuck just em. fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they just changed they changed and they changed a bunch of balance stuff. Because yeah. that game always needs balance changes. There's just so much. There's just so much of that game, yep, there's a lot of that game, yeah, it's a cool game though so it's cool. it's it's cool to to dip my toe back in, and I've actually had more fun just looking at it than yeah, playing it right now, because, again, to play it again, I'd have to I'd need a group, I'd need to be taken a little a little more seriously than. What the last times I've been playing it, it's like I'm not getting the, the point of Dota is how deep it is if I'm just doing surface level Dota I'm actually getting less out of it than I am out of Heroes of the Storm at this point sure yeah that's understandable just cause mechanically I'm more dialed in on Heroes yeah cause I played it more <laughs> And more recently. I mean, you've played a lot of it, so... I've played a lot of it. I really like that game. Really, really like that game. And the big thing and like, the big difference is, like, in terms of what you're doing from moment to moment is, like, that I've gotten with Heroes is stutter-stepping, where yeah. you're just, like, you click on attack someone, and then you click to move, and then you click attack on them again to, like, keep your positioning good. That It doesn't work, really, in Dota that way. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't work the way it doesn't. Heroes. No. It's a whole different feel to it. I
1: mean, it's a different game. Like, really, it's
0: a different game. <laughs> Which they're is like, different games. Weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's Weird. hard for people that don't play uh, MOBAs a lot to like understand that because they kind of look the yeah. same. They're not at all. They're completely different classes.
0: Game. No. And Dota is also super different from League. It's super different from Heroes too. Oh, for like, sure. It's a whole different animal.
1: Game different games are
0: different. From what I can tell, League is if you really like get farming and getting overpowered. That's, like, really the game for you, if you like doing that.
1: Yeah. From it what I can tell. That definitely seems correct, for sure. And I kind of don't care about that, which is probably why I've never had a lot of fun playing League.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the part of uh, mobile The least interested in at this point. Sure. I agree. Now yeah. when I'm playing murky and I hit level twenty and suddenly I'm super strong, then that's I good. like that.
1: Yeah, of course. But I was
0: like just doing murky stuff the whole game and then suddenly I can just kill people. Because I got murk. I got, yeah. I got I got swole.
1: You got swole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good though.
0: That was yeah, yeah. I think uh after that he had played the patch, Chew8 tweeted out like a terrible drawing of like a super buff uh murloc. It was like these are my thoughts on the new murky. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like something Chew8 would do for sure. Yep. Yep. I like that guy. Yeah. He's fun to watch.
0: Yep. And I've had Fun rooting for his team. He quit in HGC. Yeah. They're pretty good. They're top three in North America. That is good. Yeah. He quit because he didn't want to (laughs) practice. He wanted to stream. His thing was he was hoping he could just, you know, practice on his own while streaming. Yeah. They they got his, the rest of his team wanted to be practicing together because, you know, they wanted to fucking win. Sure. If you don't win, you get kicked out. And you win extra money in tournaments and stuff if you're winning. So makes sense.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Don't begrudge them at all. Nope. I mean, he's a streamer. Like, come
0: on. <laughs> that's what he is, yeah. Yeah. That's what he is. And he's good at it. But that's that's it for recent video game stuff for me.
1: Yeah. You did some um Year-end stuff, though. You did yes. a list or whatever. Do you want to quickly go
0: through that? Sure. For 2016. For 2016, I'm 3D Homer's top th- video games of 2016. Post on Burning Barrel. Go up after this is up. Like after this is
1: done recording, or after this is actually live on the uh, site? after this is up.
0: Gotcha. I'll, I'll put it out a while after this has gone out. Gotcha. Maybe the next day. Okay. So I think will be my my You did a top ten then? Like a standard? No, I did I did a I did a top ten, but I also did a shit ton of extra just mentions. Gotcha. Like I did I did honorable mentions, I did not so honorable mentions. I have I have a bunch of categories stuff. Like my first extra category is just mentions. Just games I wanted to just, you know say not honorable mentions just mentions okay first one of those was enter the gungeon uh-huh. I just wanted to recognize enter the gungeon I watched Corey stream <laughs> a lot of that game you just want to recognize that that game came out <laughs> <sighs> I played it yeah. it was okay yeah. I watched more than I played it I got fucking sick of watching it it's no nuclear throne I'll say that it's no nuclear throne when you're playing in it yeah. no nuclear throne No. But you know. But like also it thinking about it helped me think about roguelikes. Okay. Like there were just things about how it worked that like just happened to help me think about think about that genre and what works about that genre and that doesn't work about that genre. It like it it clarified some stuff, like even though it's unfair to compare it to Isaac, it made some things that Isaac does super well more clear to me in my brain yeah, because like it didn't do that stuff.
1: Yeah. And just like a reason so it was for like actually it was...
0: picking up items
1: and like how the runs can be changed by the items alone.
0: Yeah. 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 That kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it just, it helped me that. So it was like, it was like an important thing that happened in the year. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, the next mention was Stellaris. You're right. That was it, That is uh, a thing that's a fucking giant game and it seems really cool and I'm just not gonna spend the time to really dig into it and, and find the coolest stuff. Yeah, that's... But, but I right. did make a race of space lice that called themselves human beings that were xenophobic pacifists that had an existential crisis when they first discovered alien life so like half my population became pirates that then tried to murder me.
1: That's too real. I don't like that. <laughs> it was like
0: in the it was like the two hours I spent with that game. That happened. That was pretty great. Oh And man. terrifying. <laughs> they flipped out, man. As soon as we discovered alien life, they flipped. It's too real. Could it couldn't fucking take it. Uh, once mentioned pocket tournament. That game was okay. Yeah, yeah that's I wish okay. it were Tekken. I fucking wish it were Tekken. Yeah. I mean fair
1: enough. It's not Tekken.
0: No, it's not. Um I wanted mean, this is a this is a game you liked more than I did. Okay. Stories the Path of Destinies. Yeah. I thought it was a very interesting idea. Yeah. For sure. That's a cool I game. I didn't love the Batman. I didn't love the Batman combat. But yeah, it's, that's fair. It's a fucking it, and it's a little too samey when you play through it the four times it takes to play through it and that even that only takes 4 hours for me. That's how long it took for me to finish the whole thing, but it's it's a super neat idea. I appreciate a lot of things about that game. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning. Yeah, I agree. And my final, my final just mention was Darkest Dungeon, which is just it's too fucking brutal for me. That's a hard game. Like as soon as 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 I fucking lost a party, I'm just like, "Ah, fuck this. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's like the ramping up back to even the point I was at just felt like too much work but Mm -hmm. it's there it's sense of style like narrator is real fucking good yeah and it's sense of style is real good like there's a lot of things to like about it it was just too much for me It was too hard it's real real hard that's a yeah that's a good game though for sure yeah and then my next category is was just for A couple games that I just, I only watched. I never actually physically touched. Okay. But they were, I thought they were worth talking about. The first was Inside. Yeah. Okay. So I fucking don't like Limbo at all. So it was going to be real hard for Inside to sell itself to me. And it did. And I'm actually, and I'm not actually sure if I had played it, I would have gotten to the point where Inside becomes super cool on my own. I still might have okay. given up before I got there, but having seen that part, that part is super fucking cool. Like inside fucking gets there. It's yeah. fucking dope. The yeah. last sequence, it's cool. It's
1: it's definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, that, that part is worth mentioning. What is it about Limbo you don't like just out of curiosity? I just don't like how it plays. Okay, yeah, it's you like, wouldn't like Inside then.
0: <laughs> it plays very yeah, similarly. Like, I don't like I don't like the the hold to the right and then you do simple puzzles with, gotcha. a, and you have a bad jump. And the thing with Limbo was, I played it after the fact, hyped up, and then I just heard about the spider thing. Yeah, and the spider, it just didn't hit me. Like I didn't, I didn't feel the tension. I only saw the video gameness of it, and the ways uh, in which I couldn't die at certain points. And yeah. it just felt like I was holding right. And wasn't interacting like I just I saw too much of the. For the spider made. part,
1: you legitimately are just holding right,
0: so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just okay. felt bad for the spider by the end of that thing, also. Kate. because yeah. you rip on all its legs, it and you shove it into spikes. Like fuck, fucking the spider is scary. Fucking this kid is like, what the? That what
1: the kid is fucked monster.
0: up, man. That's a fucked up kid. Okay. A fucking monster. And I kind of, I didn't actually see ever see the end of them, though, we'll say. I kind of, I played that far and was kind of done. Oh, okay. The, further. the so,
1: puzzles yeah. do get more intriguing, if you yeah. ever care to go back and try
0: it. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the other game I only watched was Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Okay. Which is, it's just a, it's a fan service game, and it, it really doesn't seem like a good game at all. Like, it's kind of trying to have some of the online stuff where you're doing these missions with friends online. But it doesn't have any of the mechanical depth of Monster Hunter. It, It ends up seeming to mostly be about numbers. But it was played through by. I watched the playthrough of Team Four Star, who does Dragon Ball Z Abridged. And just. It was just a fun video series. And there was a lot of good fan service because they got to create. They have, they did this for the previous game too. where They created a character and then like built up lore and story around that character, and that was just fun. Like it was just fun universe fan service stuff, right? And that was just a that was just a good time for me. But that game seems like it seems like a bad game, <laughs> but it allowed for cool stuff. So it I'm, it's worth mentioning to me. Then I just, I also, so then on my list, I pointed out, I went for best 2015 games. These were games that came out the previous year that meant a lot to me in 2016. Yeah. And that's, that's a shout out two games. The first of which is Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, Siege is so good. Which was not on my list for, for 2015. Yeah. My actual list, because I hadn't really played it yet. I'd played a little bit of it and hadn't connected with it. I didn't connect with it until 2016. Sure. We played but a I, lot of it in
1: 2016.
0: We played a lot of it. That game's fucking dope. Yeah, it's really good. It really I, is. I expect to play that game again in the future. Yes. That game's fucking cool.
1: Especially since um, the new season's out. I want to check yeah, those new, new operators. Out.
0: Yeah. The weird thing about the new season is like they put in a new home. But it's. Yeah. It like links just to the same old menus. <laughs> it's like. It's fucking weird. dumb. Yeah. I didn't like that so much. It, Ubisoft. Yeah. They have their issues. They make good games. Yes, they do. And, and and the other games, Heroes of the Storm. Sure. Which fucking Obviously. dominated my year. I played that more than I played any other game. Either. Yeah. If anything,. A big thing I wanted, I needed to talk about it, is because the the kinds of games that are on my list and the the time I spent with games was like defined by the fact that I was playing so much Heroes of the Storm. So I wasn't looking for a lot of like deep games to really sink into. Right. I was looking for other kinds of experiences because I had my game that I just wanted to play all the time already.
1: That's a hard thing Which to find, is... honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, that's cool. That's good. Yeah.
0: Alright. Okay. So, next page. So, now we get to the actual honorable mentions. Games okay. that didn't make the list, but are just... I just like these. Okay. Uh, this is another game that actually came out in 2015, but it came out on mobile in 2016 which is mini metro that's a good fucking mobile game i almost bought it like the other day actually <laughs> yeah. on mobile so i own it i own it on steam and on mobile it it's it's a fine steam game it's a freaking kind of a perfect mobile game like it's really fucking good as a mobile game it really okay. works so it's better mobile then I'd say it's better mobile. I mean, it's um because it's a minimalist game anyway. It's all just about dragging things on, like lines onto points. Like, yeah. It's, it's and it's just like about watching stuff happen, and it taps into that city skylines thing of you're managing this whole system, and then of you start watching it all fall apart in front of your eyes. Oh no! And then, like, <laughs> like oh no! There are way too many people at this stop. It's all going bad. And it goes, and like, has little beeps. And,
1: I don't know if I want a mobile minimalist. version of that.
0: <laughs> it was bad enough at my computer. It's real good, though. Okay. But yeah. It doesn't have the thing that City Skylines had where you would see a rectangle of human mass, though. It's just triangles, squares, and stars. So there's a little... The abstraction helps the horror. And the other, the other, and this was, these were specific mobile games. There's one other mobile game I wanted to talk about. Okay. That was Reigns. Reigns is fucking dope. Yeah. Reigns is real fucking good.
1: I don't think Reigns got enough talk on TDP's Game of the Year. It was really good. That's.
0: That game. I I I thought
1: that was the perfect mobile app or mobile game until Fire Emblem Heroes came out. Yeah.
0: You turn the mechanics of Tinder into a civilization management game yep. turns out that's fucking dope also there's real good writing in that thing yeah for sure fucking creepy when you meet the devil that's a fucking thing <laughs> uh, the the actual the thing that holds it back for me is I don't love the combat and the dungeon exploration parts mm. I could never quite wrap my head around that stuff and that was like the wall I hit with that game Okay. That subject never never quite made sense to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I never really
0: got it either to be honest. Yeah. But other than that the thing was fucking great. Okay. Yep. And now um now we get to just handheld games? Yep. Games of LeBron. Handheld systems. First one's Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix.
1: Yeah. That game's fucking dope. The only reason it got honorable mention I'm guessing was because like you've played this before essentially. Like it's not really a new thing.
0: Uh, actually, what what keeps it down is so my comparison point for it is the WarioWare games. Yeah. I haven't really played that much Rhythm Heaven, but for me, Rhythm the problem with Rhythm Heaven is it takes too long to ramp up because oh, okay. you have to you have to learn each and every mini game before it gets to the part where it throws the remix at you, where it just starts switching them up. Yeah, and that part is so fucking good, but it yeah. takes too long to get there.
1: It does take like, it, a while. It has a,
0: it takes a whole a whole ramp up. Yeah, and that's also true. I stopped playing it because I lost my 3ds for a while. Sure, <laughs> that's a sad fact about a uh, about a thing that happened. <laughs> uh, the next game is Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Okay, which is a it's a dungeon crawler RPG, and there's a lot of good setup to this game and, like, that you, like, are running around in Japan, and then there's, like, an arcade that's full of Tekken 2 cabinets. I really appreciated. Hmm. That's and you're, like, like, you get... And yeah, there's this stuff with, like, chat rooms, and you get sucked into the internet, become a Tron person, and then appear in the real world, and a lady with, like, of uh, her shirt really unbuttoned offers you into her car and then tells you she's a detective and makes you her assistant. Like there's a lot of good framing stuff, but my problem with it is that it is kind of a tedious dungeon crawler game. Like it just, and there are too many side quests that send you back to dungeons you finished and then have like find a person to talk to in there. Like I didn't love the progression and it was just, this game is going to take too long and it's yeah. not the 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 combat and dungeon like pokemon a- aspect of it where it's you're collecting monsters and raising them up it's it's a little too slow it's yeah. not the the writing isn't th- that good as charming as a lot of it is the the dungeons feel a little lifeless there were too many other rpgs which I'll talk about later that ended up taking my time right. it felt like a li- it felt like a poor man's Tokyo Mirage sessions. Oh okay. like there, were, there were a bunch of sure. weird similarities in that it took place in you running around in actual Japan and then going into portals to the other world. Like that all stuff lined up too much and those games at too close to the same time. But there was a room full of Tega 2 cabinets, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty good, honestly. <laughs> uh <laughs> my next mention is Pokemon Moon. Okay. Shout out to Sun. Like I'm surprised this
1: isn't on your top ten,
0: to be honest. Like I played a lot. I mean I put like I played a lot of it, it's fine, but it's just it's Pokemon again. It's and Pokemon for me always hits the strongest when it's the first new generation. Like there's a little bit of diminishing returns for me when it's just the same kind of thing again. Yeah like so X and Y I really loved and this isn't this didn't hit as hard even though they made some smart improvements like they they got rid of gyms and replaced them with like more different things just like there were these challenges and sometimes they would just be a a dungeon kind of thing and sometimes they would just be a weird comedy thing and while I liked some of that some of that I actually liked less than actual gyms like the parts that were just sort of more dungeony were just kind of boring. And weren't that weren't that interesting. Although some of them some of them hit, some of them didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This was like, but this was like the first Pokemon game that was like, oh, Pokemon could have a good story. You could have a good a Pokemon with a really good story. This isn't quite it either, but you could get there. It's possible. <laughs> it's like my big takeaway. <laughs> like. It wasn't quite a great story, but it was like much closer. It was like I see how it's possible. Yeah, even though hmm. I think there are Pokemon, the Pokemon comics that are based on the games, Pokemon Adventure series, are I think is actually really good. It's really good story. It's really good. It, the only problem with it is it is like you get to a new generation, and they switch out all the main characters. And that gets once you've done that like three times, I'm kind of burned. Other than that, those are those are good comics. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's my kind of my favorite thing about it is the Pokedex entries. They're real good, particularly on Moon. The ones in Sun aren't aren't as good, but the ones in Moon, Primo stuff. I tweeted out a lot of them this year or last year. There's just weird stuff in there, like Golbat sucking so much blood they get fat and. full. Yeah. Oh, that might actually be one that was that was hidden older games. It's so like,
1: weird though.
0: There's like <laughs> Some of them. there's one about like. Polytoad will grab Caterpie and then bring it deep underwater to eat it alone in safety.
1: That's weird. Like
0: there was a lot of stuff about Pokemon on Poke, like Pokemon eating Pokemon, humans eating Pokemon, how delicious Pokemon were. A lot of that stuff made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but like it makes yeah, sense. I mean, sure, but
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's it's, it's it's a be,
0: kids' game, really, <laughs> but I mean, it's totally the influence of Yokai Watch, which is right. all about like gross real lifeness, right? And then making fantasy stuff about it. I mean, Yokai Watch is about kids going into alleyways and looking at garbage to find ghosts, and like that's actually what you're doing—is going into an alley and looking at garbage. Did you ever see the Yokai Watch anime? I watched an episode of it. It's cute. I think it's not so bad. Yeah, it was the I didn't I didn't like the pacing of it, like the just the mm. way it was telling jokes. Sure, but all that's and all that stuff, all that story stuff is what I like about Yokai Watch. Is all that story stuff is in the yeah, like like that the the story and the, the the show and the game line up in Yokai Watch in a way it doesn't in Pokemon. Yeah, in Pokemon it's just like whatever. <laughs> fucking have ash people like pikachu so kids like pikachu so we're gonna put pikachu in the show i mean kids like pikachu and then we'll and then we'll have the worst protagonist fuck ash i hate him so much <laughs> look i'll defend ash in that he gets better and has his moments but also fuck ash
1: i thought he had one moment that somebody was saying like every other moment has been shitty but he had one moment where he showed competence. Which is more annoying uh, to me?
0: <laughs> no, I mean he won the Orange Islands. He finally beat Gary.
1: Yeah,
0: beating that Gary should is just like, be
1: about Gary because Gary's just
0: better. the The episode that's that's Ash versus Gary and then puts in a lot of backstory about Ash and Gary's uh rivalry. Yeah, they were younger that episode's real fucking good. I really like that. Is it? It's it's undercut because the next fight Ash has is um so much a it's also pretty good, but it's so a product placement for the next generation of games. It's like before uh the third generation came out, it's like here's fucking Blaziken. You've never seen him before and he's just gonna kick the shit out of Charizard. He wins. Bullshit fuck you. after Charizard beat fucking Blastoise in an amazing fight Uh, fuck Pokemon shit sucks (laughs) it has its moments End of the Orange Islands was also pretty good as much as I don't like the Orange Islands in general the last fight was good 6 on 6 battle
1: yeah that sounds pretty cool
0: uh next game, next section, Blizzard Games. Okay. Also, the first <laughs> StarCraft II Nova yeah. Covert Ops. Oh that thing. Little mini Yeah. Little mini StarCraft II campaign. All about Terran focusing on Nova. That was a neat little thing. It was it was That's it good. was a neat piece of story. I enjoyed it. It it clearly it was no legacy of the void, but uh but it was a good it was I enjoyed it. It was more Terran stuff. Right. It, I mean, to be clear,
1: it wasn't trying to be anything like Legacy of the Void. It was a small no, thing. No, it, was,
0: it so. was a $15 thing. Sure.
1: So that's good. As opposed yeah.
0: to a $40 thing. Right. Alarak showed up again. Alarak is pretty fucking great. Like Alarak. Alarak's pretty good. And then the other Blizzard game is Legion.
1: Yeah. Legion. I'm kind of with you on there. I actually uninstalled all the WoW data from my computer the other night. Yeah.
0: I, d- like it, I just don't really want to it go It asks back. too much. That's it does. The, the problem was that the thing I liked about WoW was that it asked less of my time as it went along. Yep. And then Legion feels like a step backwards into asking more. And I don't like the... the and also, for, for me, one of the things with Draenor was I really liked the PvP stuff they did. And I liked the PvP buffs that they did with legion less they made it more you have to get pvp gear pve gear also and do pvp grinding like it was just yeah. adding up it was too much what it they was. were asking for you an artifact tower was too too, too fucking long it was nowhere yep. near completing my artifact and i played a lot of that game
1: and then the building it up just- suramar or whatever like yeah. yeah there was a lot of shit they asked you to do which I thought I kind of yeah. wanted at first like the good yeah. old days how it was and then I realized that yeah. like the reason why this worked back then in the good old days is because I was working like anywhere between 8 to 20 hours depending on who wouldn't show up or what they needed me for so I was just like basically alive to work and make money and then in my off yeah. time I'd come home make some sandwiches and play World of Warcraft until I fell asleep I had no yep. other obligations at all. Like, so, that's why it was the good old days. But, like, now, it's like, I don't want to do all this shit. Like, I have a podcast to do this day. Uh, this day, we're going for, like, a date or something. This day, I have mm-hmm. an appointment. Like, I have a life. <laughs> I need to do things. I can't sit here and grind out at artifact power or whatever. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't I'm with you. compelling. And I didn't. I didn't love how they wrapped up the story stuff in in the course of playing through the leveling progression, and fucking uh, High Mountain sucks. High Mountain
1: sucks. Yeah, <laughs> boy, did I hate but, our time in
0: High Mountain. Holy <laughs> fuck, did I, a, I hate that? The pain. There's really only one great zone in that out of the four in that expansion. Yeah, like Val is fucking great, but it's Valshiroth the only one really that great. fucking. Goes for it with the cutscene. Stuff Stormheim is pretty good stuff. too. Stormheim is pretty good. Ashara is pretty good. Ashara is okay. Sucks. Yeah. Yes. Like, like that. That's the hierarchy. Yeah. But it, when you only have four zones, that one of them sucks and feels like it takes forever, even if it does have the quest where you become murky. Yeah. That yeah. quest is fucking amazing.
1: Suramar makes every other city look like shit. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's weird. That that expansion is like... If this was 10 years ago, this would have been the expansion of my dreams right Mm -hmm. here. But it's not. It's now I don't have the time or the energy. Like, I've done this stuff like this is definitely the expansion for the new generation i've done the burning crusade grind man i've done the wrath of the lich king i've done the end game rating i'm i can't yeah. do it again i'm like i guess my no. time that's what i realized the other night my time with wow is actually just done like it is and that's fine yeah
0: it's kind of yeah. sad but <laughs> you know it. again for me i really like draenor because draenor didn't feel like it asked too much of my time Agree. Like I could fit it in. Yeah, like that expansion was like the right wow for that time for me.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: This wasn't. Yeah. This was. I played it for a bunch and felt like, uh, this grind is too much. I have to stop. Yeah, I'm just, for sure. I have to. I, there are other things I wanted to do. Yeah, completely. I agree. Uh, my next category is multiplayer games. Games play with other people the first of these is TKO which I'm just sectioning out of the Jackbox Party Pack 3 the only one I care about is TKO because that's a game where you draw drawings and people come up with slogans and then you make fake t-shirts and then people vote on which ones are the best and then they will let you buy the t-shirts which is an evil genius move I mean yeah it's just a marketing ploy for sure (laughs) Because now I have a t-shirt with a terrible drawing of Sonic that says Games as Art on it. You actually have that shirt? Yes. It's fucking amazing. There's a picture in the article to that shirt. Yeah, and I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yes, I own that shirt. I also own another one from that same game. A terrible drawing of a sad-looking Sonic wearing a a Mario-looking hat. That says you're the fake hedgehog around <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote from Sonic 2. Oh, okay. A Sonic or Sonic Adventure 2. Gotcha. Um It's All right. between Shadow and Sonic. Oh, and then shadowed. I have another and then I have another TKO t shirt which was but that was not in a game I played that was from a giant bomb game, but it's a t- drawing of Homer Simpson that Dan drew that then says, "Back off, man, I'm a scientist under it <laughs> so I needed that shirt too. that's pretty good. they got much
1: got your money for sure got,
0: yeah well the 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 real key was they didn't make the shirts too expensive,
1: oh yeah." That that would have killed it for sure. That if they did. That was
0: that was that was the key. Yeah, they were like, they were under twenty.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I found out that fifteen to twenty is the the spot you want to hit. Yeah, I, I have found out the price <laughs> by doing a a poll on Twitter. Yeah, who who would have uh, known? I'm a marketing genius. Weird. Also, social media expert. <laughs> social media expert. expert. Or guru. Either Expo-spert. one.
0: Expert. <laughs> no, that's terrible. That's so bad. <laughs> uh, the next multiplayer game is Golf with Your Friends. That game is real good. That's a good game. Except, I mean, it's fucking broken as shit. Yeah. But it's still in early access, but it's fun time.
1: And it only has, like, uh, three or four courses now I think it's so. up
0: to I think it's up to four yeah they've redone the fourth one a bunch and the third one was fucking I haven't played the fourth one and the third one was broken as shit when I played it
1: I got kind and of that burned game out on becomes, that game running a tournament for it that took like six hours
0: <laughs> yeah also people get got too good at it pl- we played it too much so people just fucking knew how to beat the courses for those two first two maps I kind of liked that though it made became like a science to it. Yeah. 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 That's that's a thing. Uh, next multiplayer game was Paladins. Oh, Paladins it's, is so good. It's fucking good. It it's is. not Overwatch, but it's good. It doesn't get enough credit. But it's also not as good as Overwatch. Like, it's I'm I'm kind of torn on that. It's yeah. gotten a lot better from when we were playing it in beta. Yeah, it did. Or earlier in beta. I think it's it's still in beta. But, um... Also, that was before Overwatch was out, so I was more into playing it then, than I am now. Yeah, for uh, sure. There's a, there's a balance there. But Paladins, it's free, Paladins didn't get enough way. credit, except that from all the people that are playing it... And it's, it's free. It's a free game. Yeah, like. exactly. It's a free game. I mean, I spent 20 bucks on it to get all the heroes. But yeah, that's a too. fair price, to get all the heroes forever. Yeah,
1: I mean... Good. I did the same with uh, Smite, to like yeah. just unlock everything for like thirty bucks. I just count it yep. as buying the game. Like it's fine. Yep.
0: Yeah. And high res, you know, they have a they have a track record in terms of supporting their smaller community thing. Oh, for sure. There, for yeah. sure. And Paladins, I think, has a bigger player base right now than Smite does, even. It's yeah. Very that's, impressive. That's very possible. Uh, next multiplayer game was
1: Battle Right. I really like Battle Right. Battle Right is one of those unfortunate named games that I always get mixed up in my head, but yes, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, it's just it's like you took out WoW's arena mode, made a game like that with like a kind of more MOBA-y in terms of mechanics. So it's all about skill shotting and stuff. Again, it's just about fighting people. I like fighting people yeah like pa- battle Royale is totally a game if i wasn't spending all my time and thought about heroes of the storm i would be playing battle right a lot sure. but i do have heroes of the storm so i'm not playing as much battle right as i but battle right is dope i like that game yeah battle right's real cool. and that's a cool game the last multi the last game under multiplayer honorable mentions is tricky towers
1: this is one you actually got for me, and I've been meaning to play at some point. We
0: should play it. so it's it uses Tetris pieces where you're stacking them, but there's no line clearing, and they all have physics, yep. So the best part about it is you set your stack, you're building the stack to try and reach the finish line, and you get too ambitious. and it all falls down, and you feel real bad. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. And then their powers, in terms of like fucking over your opponent or helping yourself, it's a neat thing. I've had I've had fun playing it. it. It's a shame like nobody is playing this game online. So if you go online, two people at the same time, you're just gonna get paired with each other. But it's dope. It's a good yeah. thing. More people should play it. It's real cool. I'm really surprised like that it. more really people well-made. aren't.
1: Because I know they were playing it on the Northern Lions Super
0: Show for a few weeks. They were playing. I know. It I've seen it. I've seen it hit a bunch of big, big things. But I don't think it doesn't. It's too. It's too much in that like, actual just couch co-op game. Even though it has online multiplayer, it still yeah. fits in that space where it's not a game people are going to obsessively play all the time. Right. I feel like it's, but it's such a good time when you're just gonna play it with friends and like play it for a night or whatever in the sitting. It's dope. I really like it. Next, next, uh, section of games Nightmare Hellscape games. That's specific sounding. First one is Devil Daggers. Yep. That's exactly what that game is is a Nightmare (laughs) Hellscape fucking intense Mm -hmm. it's basically like it's got like old quake unreal style graphics but then it's more of like an arcade game because the enemies spawn in a specific pattern and then it's just trying to like live and get a and live for as long as you can to like to get to the top of the leaderboard is that's the whole game it's not an expensive game but it's simple, and it really works, and it feels really good. And it's all about... It's cool because it's all about audio and, like, hearing where the things are spawning in from behind you. But it's, like, really fucking intense and hard. Yeah. How long have you survived and for? I for, like, I don't know, 70 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> Dumbly short. Uh, I've seen video of longer runs, and they're fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I, I haven't
1: seen any of those videos. I should look that up. Because uh, you
0: can watch. I think you can watch too. You can mm-hmm. just go to the Libre and Watch the the best runs. Yeah, which is always a good feature. Um, yeah, it's dope. Because it's all about you have to you really have to be killing things fast enough to get the upgrades because you get your your powers upgraded based on like points of having killed enough things and you kind of need to get the points and upgrades to get to like the next step it's like it's like the big progression thing and the hurdles to uh to overcome so you, and also you're just shooting knives out of your fingers which is just cool yeah like you can just shoot a stream out of your fingers or you get like a shotgun blast out of your fingers and you can kind of rocket jump with the shotgun blast too. Which is dope. That sounds cool. I like rocket And then jumping. there are all these evil skulls that are going to murder you. And it's very, st- very stressful. Very stressful. Uh, Other Nightmare Hellscape game. Thumper. Thumper is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I never played this one.
0: So it's like, the big thing about it is it's a rhythm game based off percussion. Yeah. Where, like, the music is is more, like, noise rocky, and it's, like, clashing. But it that means that the rhythm of playing it feels is really good. And it also does good things about building its levels around. At new stages, we'll introduce new mechanics, but then playing through a... a a world is more about the game showing you patterns and then pushing you harder to get through those patterns and then changing the patterns like it's it's built very well to teach you it's just really fucking hard to and mm. it's so intense and I'm not the only person who's I've heard lots of people say this it makes people clench up in a way where their hands just hurt while they're holding the controller. Oh, this doesn't sound. And I've good. like tried to, <laughs> I've tried to stop myself from doing it, but it just fucking happens when I play it. So like that's my that's my my limit with the game. Is it got so hard and intense that my hand just fucking starts hurting when I play it? Jesus, that happens. That doesn't sound fun, honestly. It's a really good game,' <laughs> like I wish I had had the skill and physical dexterity to be to be better at it and and I wish that I weren't clenching so hard that everything started hurting in a way I've never experienced with any other game. It's fucking weird that is really weird for sure, yeah, but it when you see. Like Thumper, like starts out, and you're like, "Well, this is just okay." But it, when it gets going, its sense of speed is fucking as good as anything. Like it's fucking good. It gets fucking fast and hard. It's really fucking well made. I really appreciate it. I'm. It's not for everyone. Sure. Because <laughs> it Obviously. makes people's hands hurt. Uh, my next my next award is for one game. Okay, it's the Just Cause Three open world sports game award for steep. Yeah, because I want after I played Just Cause Three, I was like, someone should make an open world sports game thing where you just get the fucking Wingsuit suit around a big place. And so, and then Ubisoft made that game, and also involved snowboarding and skiing and hang gliding, or no, I'm um, parachuting. But I really just like the uh, the wing stuff most. Yeah. I I just like that game. That game's fun. Ubisoft makes open world games I like because I like doing stuff in an online space where there happen to be other people, even if I'm not really interacting with them at all. I just like that there are other people around while I'm smacking my face into this wall over again, trying to get this wingsuit run. Perfect. It was just a fun time. Did it work pretty well? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. They were just people online in the world and you could invite them to a great group just because they were nearby. Like I didn't really do that, but that stuff was in there. And it was just cool seeing people doing the same sort of run you were doing or whatever, same challenge. And there yeah. were like ghost stuff to compare with and stuff. Like, it, was, right. it was built out. Sure. But I just like being in the space and doing the thing. It's what I enjoyed. It's like the same enjoyment I got out of playing GTA Online by myself. <laughs> but I enjoyed that way more than I enjoyed just driving around in GTA, not online. I don't really yeah. have a good explanation for why I enjoy that so much more. I just do. Just feels more NBC like
1: tangible makes- or something with other people
0: around. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I were there was an an article um, Roger Ebert wrote about once after he had lost the ability to eat. He wrote an article about eating. Yeah, and he wrote it. one of the things I remember from that. Like that, he he liked to eat in public, but he would eat alone. He was a soloist. (laughs) It's that idea. He liked being in public to eat, but you know, not actually interacting with people, but just you know, being around them. Sure, there's something nice about that. That's sort of sort of what I get out of a lot of online games. I like Hmm. I like the idea of being in an online space with people in ways that aren't necessarily just competing with them, right? Trying to destroy them, right? Although that's that has its place too. Sure. I feel like there's there's definitely room for improvement on games, but this is what we got right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. My next category, kind of busted loot shooters. Okay. Shadow Warrior Two. <laughs> yeah, we got to go back to that at some point too.
2: Finish yeah. it
0: off. Yeah. So, so Shadow War- Shadow Warrior Two is clearly a game that some other. Like a regular Shadow Warrior game, that then they were like, "Let's make this a loot shooter and tackle on this stuff onto it. Yep, cobble this together and reuse these maps. Yep, till we got a loot shooter. And they they came out with a much better game because of that, I think. But the game they came up with shows all those signs of it that it's like, okay, this isn't as good as it could be because of all this stuff. But I I understand because I see how you got here. Sure. For sure, and it, this level it does a little too much of a thing of like
1: this. What? And like this yeah. level would be boring alone without this. Like this is a long yes. level. I can't imagine yeah. doing
0: this normally. Yeah, it does a little too much of a thing of um, really small incremental like progression on stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's so much fiddling, and I'm starting to get kind of sick of that in loot games. But... For Sure. Yep, but um, like this is seven
1: percent instead of five percent. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, it was fun. I had a fun sure. time. Yeah, it good. It was a fun multiplayer thing. I'm totally down for uh, going back to it and doing yeah.
1: more. Yeah. So, me too. Yeah, that boss was cool. That boss
0: is very cool. Yeah, interesting. I wonder if I wonder if I wonder what else it does. Wonder else it does. i c I'm kinda of the same, yeah. And my other kinda of busted loot shooter is Tom Clancy's the division. Yeah. It's kinda of busted. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly the, the dark zone with hackers. Yeah. Real busted? For Real sure. busted.
1: Mm-hmm. Um And the fact that like kind- the whole reason for the dark zone is that players can go rogue, but they never give you reason to. It's just better for you as the player to not go rogue, get gear and leave.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think they that. they made some balance changes to that to oh, make maybe. it not as bad to go rogue. Yeah. Like I, I don't know that I think they changed it so that you're not alerted everyone isn't alerted to you as soon as you go rogue and immediately hunting you the way it was before. But I mean changing that stuff after you've like your mode's been plagued by hackers is like like, yeah. Why? And then the part where it had hackers, and then they're selling additional content bothers me as much as I do. Still want to check out the survival mode
2: because mm-hmm.
0: it, it seems sucks. cool. Yeah, but I'm I'm frustrated. Sure, frustrated. And just personally, I played through the beginning of the game for like eight hours, and then kind of dampened my enthusiasm. Not gonna lie.
1: Also, that game has that problem of. You are fighting normal street thugs and they are taking 500 bullets to the head. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's hard to get over oh, that man. still for me. Yeah. That's that's also true. Uh my next category is uh-huh. good uh-huh. RPGs with uh-huh. bad loops. Oh, I know what's going to be in here. So, first is Final Fantasy 15. Oh, I wasn't I expecting like a- that. I like a lot about Final Fantasy fifteen. I thought for I like sure Tokyo
1: Mirage would be in here. Uh, it's
0: coming up. <laughs> oh, okay. That's next. But first Final Fantasy fifteen. Like uh-huh. I love I love the, the way the world is, like how I love how down to earth like all the intro to that game is. Uh-huh. We're like Final Fantasy stuff is happening over here, but we're over here in like rural America or like rural town. And we're going camping and we're fishing and giving, trying to get food for cats. Yeah. Boring stuff. That and we're just cool. trying to make our career as a monster hunter. Yep. That but, sounds uh, good. And like the, just the, just how chill it is. But I, I don't care about the characters. I don't feel the need to pl- to like get into the story and stuff. Kind of, There's just a lot of things about the questing that take too long in terms of going here, getting this one quest, going out, completing it, going back, and the load times on that that console, how that plays into that. It made it all a little tedious in a way that didn't... And the, there was nothing compelling me to move forward to get past that stuff. Right. It was all just a little, a little slow for me. But I really enjoyed my time with it. It's just... That stuff is why I didn't spend more time with it. Man, those load times, fuck. Yeah, they're real bad. Yeah, they are. But I really want to give it credit because, for me, it actually hit on a thing that The Witcher Three didn't, which was that I was doing side quests specifically because I wanted, I needed money to buy stuff. Right. Which is all, I, which I was what I wanted from The Witcher Three, but in The Witcher Three, I was always. Felt like I needed to do side quests so I could get experience because I wasn't strong enough. Right, which makes no sense. Which which was at odds with the story in that game yeah. completely. For sure. Whereas, and this is like, yeah, we're we're rich kids, but we don't actually have any cash, so we have to do these weird odd jobs to get money. Like that all gelled. That all worked in the yeah. context of this game. And then there are weird things like where certain side quests are super like. Built out and deep, and then other ones are just nothing. There's a weird, there's a weird thing there that they didn't, they didn't surface some of that stuff. But like, I don't know. The game, that game was fun. It just didn't have that like, I gotta get to the next thing. I gotta do the next. It was like, I enjoy playing this. This is really fun. And then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to sit through the long screen that's gonna take me to get back into it. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe one day I'll finish that game, but I don't know. Probably not. There are a lot of games. There are a lot of. Games. There are a lot of. Games. I had a good time with. I had a good time with it though. Like I, 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 I like that game. I definitely, I definitely appreciate that that game, got into what it was pretty quickly for an RPG. I feel like I got to the, the meat of what I cared about pretty, pretty fast. I liked that. Like compared to Final Fantasy XIII which was a fucking impenetrable, like, other language when you play it. And it's overwhelming and weird. This was, like, relatable and, like, engrossing up front. And then there was this weird stuff over here that was happening. Fully understand. But I also don't really care because yeah. I don't also care about these characters. They're kind of bland. That stuff, you know, that stuff is what it is. Sure. Sure uh yeah, so Tokyo Mirage sessions sharp FE. yeah, it was okay. real close to being on my top ten it was it was real close, okay, it just so I haven't beaten it, I will say, but that's a lot of that has to do with it just takes too long to do stuff, like the when you go into a dungeon in persona four you're just in the dungeon for that whole time, yeah, like that's your day, you're in there as long as you can be until you're out of. Out of resources, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is constantly like it sending you out of the dungeon and then back in. Whether it's for a side quest or because you can just pop out at any time to heal, there's just like a convenience to it that's going to happen. And because of how the the fights are structured, if you need to heal, it's just the way that makes sense. But there are all these, and the load times aren't horrible, but they're enough. Like they start adding up when you're going through. A bunch of rooms to get to heal and then and upgrade your skills and then go back into the dungeon. And then it will do a thing where you get to a dungeon door, it'll say there's a powerful enemy behind this door, it'll show you a cutscene, and then it'll tell you to leave. So you can go to some other place to see some other cutscene to have some story happen. People realize something about themselves, they learn something, they power up, you have to go upgrade them and then you can go back to the boss, you get another kite scene, and then you get to fight the boss. It just starts adding up. Yeah. It's just a lot of time wasted that could have been smoothed out. And the characters and the world are charming, but they're not quite engrossing enough to, m- to push me through that stuff. Like I really like a lot of the presentation and stuff. It's charming, but it doesn't quite hit super deep. It, like, like, The characters are okay, but I'm not like, I don't love them. They're char. It's cute. It feels like it's like a. It's a little too f- frivolous. And even at a lot, I spend a lot of time in that game. I have no sense of the overarching plot other than that they're, they're evil versions of Fire, Moon people, Fire Emblem characters possessing people, and there are good Fire Emblem characters <laughs> are possessing people, and like fighting them. Like yeah. beyond that, no larger story has emerged. It's still all been relatively like episode of the week kind of storytelling where like oh this this boss is related to this character's professional st- like struggle as a trying to be a pop star or whatever and there's like a connection there and then there's this monster that's manipulating them into being evil around that but it's based around that conflict and that stuff's just not that interesting yeah so it's a balance and it it it's it's just a little too tedious i like it but it's not it didn't. It didn't make my top ten. It didn't make my top ten. I feel like Tokyo
1: Mirage Sessions has the ability to one day be one of those games that people look back on and be like, "Oh, remember this one? Man, that's a weird one." Oh, it's selling for like four hundred dollars a copy now because like it has like a cult following but wasn't like popular or something. Like I could see it being that.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: And it's it's good. It's just not you know. It's not Persona 4 good, right? And it's it's using it's it's gameplay is built on a lot of the systems. It's also the thing as cool as it is as the the effect of getting a a super effective attack or a type advantage attack uh, triggers the rest of your party to also attack. Mm-hmm. Seeing that animation over and over again, seeing all your characters use do those same animations all over and over every battle, also starts to add up in terms of the amount of time you're spending with this game. Sure, It just, it just adds up. It just adds up! And it's, it's good. It's just, you know, I wish it were... It's just not that much better that it that needed to be to really hook me and play through. If I were just a person who just loved playing RPGs all the time. But I kind of need a little bit more out of RPGs for how much time they take. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. Persona 5 coming soon. Yup, yup.
0: So there's that. Uh-huh. Uh, and my next, my next subcategory is Best Narrative to Not Make My Top Ten. Okay. This was a narrative-based game that I really enjoyed, and a lot of what I was looking for for games was narrative stuff this year, and I didn't find a lot of it. Right. And this is the best one that, that still didn't quite make my top ten games overall, and that was Oxenfree. Okay, I didn't actually know you played through this. Yeah, I did. It was pretty early in the year. Yeah, I think I did talk about it on the podcast. I'm sure. Yeah, it was a long time. Um, I like Oxenfree. Oxenfree is cool. It was actually written by one of the writers, from Tales of the Borderlands. Oh, okay. Telltale. Yeah. So that it makes so there. There's like a connection there of games I liked. This is a very different game, and it's. The real problem with Oxenfree is in specifically the the character writing and dialogue isn't as sharp as Firewatch's, And those games came out kind of around the same time. But I do think, and the other problem with Oxenfree is I don't personally love the ending. Like okay. It's an interesting idea, it's just not the kind of ending. But overall, it's like it's got a really cool sci-fi plot. The character writing stuff is good, if not if not great, and it's just you know teens in a supernatural sort of Lovecraftian horror adventure game. It's like it's cool. Like I recommend it. It's it's definitely worth checking out. It's just not you know the best thing. It's just good. Yeah, and it's okay. done in a three D, two D, two D side scroller art style. Again, I I actually recommend you play. This yeah, at some point. Okay. I'll check it out. Uh, and that is what it is. So then my next category is the Is what? Is the, the is the I love you but fuck you section. Okay. And these are games that I really like, but most of the things I have to say about them are negative.
1: Right. So these it's, are just bad games that you that resonated with you in a good way somehow.
0: Or or no, even good games that the thing that sticks out to them to me is a thing that annoys me. Okay. Or whatever. Like it's it's a mix. Okay. It's a mix. So my first game is is the worst game I'm going to talk I've talked about. Okay. Easily. It's Star Fox 0. It's it's a fucked game. The controls like I wrote a whole review about this game. It's 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 fucked up. Miyamoto got his a head up his ass about the fucking gyroscope controls. Yep. And it they don't make sense. And they only make sense to someone who's been locked in a room with them for fucking months. But on, the thing that really ruins is that, is that on top of those controls, the game keeps changing your mechanics throughout this game, where levels keep being designed specifically around new vehicles that all control worse than the R Like there's a stealth helicopter sec game. Like just I fucking hate that level. <laughs> but but okay. But the reason it's on my list is there there are levels that are just open dogfights fights against Star Wolf. Okay. where there's no terrain. So the problem with the gyroscope controls is that you're aiming and flying at the same time and you, your visions are, like cut between those two things. You can only really focus on one at a time. But in the open dogfights against Starwolf, there's no terrain in your way. Because the thing that makes the levels annoying is that while you're doing these things, the levels also are now putting a building in front of you that you don't see and you fly into it, and now you're pissed. Like, that's the frustrating part. But when you're just in open space and there's nothing for you to run into, you don't have to worry about that. The gyroscope controls, you actually get a sense for how much better they are at aiming and stuff and how much more aggressive and harder the Star Wolf AI is in this game than in StarCraft 64. Like, it's just more interesting the way in which Star Wolf's flying around and, like, the precision you need to track onto them. And those fights are dope, and they're, like, these moments of dramatic... Like when your ships fly next to each other, the game will, like, pause for, like, a dramatic swoop, and it's fucking dope. It's really cool, and I really like those fights, and they're fun. Not enough of the game is like that. Too much of the game is fucking bad. Uh, But I really like those moments. pointed to, like, oh, man, I really like Star Fox. They could have been a great game. They fucked it up so bad. Oh, my God. Also, it gets credit because... While I was playing it, I realized the thing they should have done with Star Fox was make a roguelike Star Fox game. Yeah. Because I was also watching a lot of Gungeon at the time. Like that and that whole idea festered in my brain. That would've been like, cool. Yeah, they should have fucking done that. There's so much about Star. what's good about the structure of Star Fox games that plays into roguelikes of like alternate paths and secrets. And then like you could change up like how the gameplay works with power ups or different ships and characters. You could do a whole thing. Instead, they keep focusing on the controls and fucking them up and going for gimmicky shit. Ugh. Fucking Miyamoto. God damn it. Guy needs to just stop. Honestly.
1: He's old. He's senile. He's done. Like, he's had his time. He's made some good stuff. But he's done. That's it. He's
0: crazy. He's always been crazy, though. True. Just happened to pay off in some times. Like... His idea for Star Fox was just he fucking liked those arches. Yeah. Like, like he just liked the idea of flying through them. It's like really simple, like base level stuff is like with a lot of what he did. It's fucking weird. Fucking weird. So, my next game on this list is The Witness. Very different. Okay. The Witness is an open world puzzle game, and it has one really good trick, and it's a really good trick. And it's when you look at the world, you realize in the world are the same puzzles you've been solving on your little pads. And, like, so, like, if you look at the world in the right way, there are puzzles, there are little puzzles hidden right in front of you everywhere. And that, when you realize that, it opens up the world and it transforms the whole game. I had that happen to me within the first hour. (laughs) So for the rest of the time it was like that's that just defined what the game was for me i didn't have a moment of realizing oh this is all means something else which for a lot of people was their thing with the witness they thought it was one thing and then it became a much bigger thing right for me it was just always that thing that bigger thing like that was just always what i saw cuz i found it like almost immediately gotcha Okay. I just happened to. I know fucking Dan Reichert on the Bobcast somehow never found that, and that's fucking crazy to me, but he played through the whole game and never never found the other puzzles. But that's it's all about funny. perspective. So the big thing for me, though, is that what I like about The Witness is the idea of like, that it's like a Metroidvania, but your only thing that's locking you out is knowledge, because you have to go through these areas and learn how these puzzles work, to then go and solve more complicated puzzles that use mechanics from, like, multiple puzzles.
1: So, like, if you've played the game and you just, like, know how they work, you could just, like, start
0: with, like, the last puzzle? In theory. You can't actually, because you have to set up these lasers and these areas, and then there's a fucking power-up that you have to get to solve certain world puzzles, which is a boat. You have to find a boat. (laughs) And there's, like, a point in the game where I was at... Where I was looking at a world puzzle and I was like, I can't actually solve this. There's no way for me to line up unless I was standing in the water over there. So there's either a way to fly in this game, like it's fucking Fez, or there's a boat. (laughs) It's one or the other. And there's a boat. And it it turns out there's a boat, which I never got to because I kind of got sick of the game before then. So, okay. the, yeah. my point, though, is that there was an idea for what I thought this game was that I really liked, and it doesn't quite fulfill that. It it still plays into too many video gamey things of locking you out, and that annoys me. And then I got to a puzzle that was fucking... And then the other thing that annoys me about it is its idea of what's an interesting story in a world is, like, super uninteresting to me. He somehow, like the more I played this game, the more I dislike Jonathan blow is <laughs> like his idea of what a story was. Yeah. As much as I respect, I think he has a lot of good instincts about how to make a game and what's good design. I think his idea of what's a good story and what's a good like world in which is worth exploring is sucks. <laughs> Cause he had like the game is, has like giant long audio logs of just things he thinks are interesting. And it's just like, it's pretentious and I don't, I don't care about any of it. I only liked this thing as a puzzle game. And then I got to a puzzle and then it stopped. It started breaking the rules that I liked about it. And then I got to a puzzle that was fucking bullshit and I hated and I couldn't solve and I quit and I was done with it. (laughs) So I I didn't finish it. And I know what the solution is to the puzzle. And I've read other people who got stuck at that same puzzle. It's kind of fucked up. It's like it breaks the rules of that area where this one t- turns out to be broken, and you like have to look at the floor of like the thing that broke off on it. It's just fuck you, <laughs> fuck, you Jonathan, fuck you, Jonathan Blow. Fuck you, Jonathan Blow. I'm done with your game. Yeah, you have you made a good thing, but you also kind of fucked it up. And I mean, that's it,
1: and... yeah, pretentious as fuck. That's
0: Jonathan Blow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He kind of un- and to me it undermined some the good design that was there. Yeah. It really pisses me off that there's a fucking boat. Because <laughs> I like the knowledge thing. I didn't like that then it was just uh, actually a Metroidvania. Whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, you just need, need to unlock this thing. It's dumb. The, the, the knowledge thing was cool enough. Uh, the next game is Dead by Daylight. Yeah, that's a broken piece of garbage. <laughs> it's just a fucking broken mess, but it's fun. It's yep. simple, but it's fun. Yep. Uh, I like that game a lot, actually it's broken as shit
1: yeah
0: yeah it's just so fucking broken (laughs) holy shit the trees man it was the trees screen oh my god the trees (laughs) when I was like you just have to restart the game before you start a new match because you know that it'll just work that way yeah more likely to work um next game was XCOM 2 okay which I wrote a whole post about also yep was like, I fucking... XCOM 2, I played more than most games this year. And I played it, it was addictive to me. But it was also like, oh, XCOM 2 is the kind of game I fucking love. But I hate this thing because it's so broken and like badly made. Like, Fire Emblem is so much better designed than XCOM in certain ways. Particularly because... In Fire Emblem, every map is designed, like, handcrafted in terms of where the units are placed and the map design, whereas the thing with XCOM is the procedural generation for the maps, I see the stitches too much, like, that enemies are always grouped in three, and then the way the fog of war works is fucked in terms of what XCOM 2 does in terms of, like, always wanting you to be on a time limit and pushing you forward because they know Overwatch is overpowered. As an ability so they want you to rush but you don't know what's coming and it's just a pain and there's too much about XCOM 2 that's like the difficulty is based on the game just not telling you shit and things like things just happening to you that like if you just knew that was coming you could prepare for it but there were just things through my playthrough that was just like there was no way I knew that was gonna happen and I got fucked because of it yeah it's annoying like, There's too many too many things about it that's annoying. And then the final mission yeah. when they are handcrafting a map, they it's so lazy. Like they just stacked on all the things that were already in the game and said, boom, we're done. Like in <laughs> order. It's so uh uh,
1: Weird. I never saw the final mission. I didn't get yeah. to the point where
0: it's really long. Yeah. If you don't have certain units you're kind of fucked but if you have the right units you're fine it's not even that hard and it's just like literally every game in the in the every enemy type in the game stacked on top of each other in a row progressing and how you met them during the game <laughs> it's like what weird what uh next game is street fighter 5 yeah that's that i fucking love how it plays Uh But it also installed a rootkit on my computer, so it's not installed right now. But I really liked playing it. Uh, It had terrible matchmaking times. It was really hard to find a match. Because of how they fucked up and how they sold it, it had a a small player base for what it is. So it was kind of fucking impossible to find a good match. Like, I would either find matches that I would stomp someone because they were just a lower skill rank than me, or someone would just fucking crush me because they were clearly a better player. Yeah. It just was hard to find a fun, even match. And if I'd been playing locally with a friend, I really would have had a better time. But then there's the rootkit thing, which is just unfucking forgivable. <laughs> and yeah. now they're selling it's more really characters, passes for like a lot of money. Fuck you, Capcom.
1: Yeah, they fucked up with that one.
0: Really bad. And they took so long to release their story mode, and it's terrible.
1: Yeah. No, they fucked up, like, really bad
0: with it. It plays real good, though, but... Like, I like how it plays more than 4. That's how much I like it.
1: I'll wait for Ultimate Street Fighter V. When they get this all worked out somehow. Someday. Or Although, Ultimate Street of Fighter
0: 6 when they skip over 5. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of the point of the way 5 was structured was that it was just going to be the game and then they DLC on top of it, but fucking knows? It's fucking Capcom. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a shout-out for so now we're just into bad. This is, this is before the top 10. We have one page of bad stuff. Okay. Just bad. Not good stuff. I had bad feelings about just bad. Um, shout out to this isn't actually just a game, but it's worst gaming experience of 2016 is people whining about Overwatch. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> I got real I fucking agree. sick of the way people reacted to that game. It made me stop name. playing
1: Overwatch with people. Yep. And I I loved playing Overwatch playing. with people.
0: Yeah. And I I came back to it and found the right circumstances to play with people again. Sure. And had the right attitude about it. And I found the niche. But like, it went from I I always want to play games with people. Yeah. To like oh I guess I don't want to play games with you if you're gonna act like this fuck. Yeah, I guess I'll just do my own thing. I like my, the thing I wrote, my, I just want to say the last sentence was: you could play competitive games competitively without getting up your own butt and pissy about it in a way that makes everyone miserable. I'm telling you, it's possible and preferable. It's true. But apparently, people don't get that, from what mm-hmm. I've I've learned. I think it, um, it, it, for
1: abominable. me, it's important to make the the like make it clear that i agree with you and this isn't about one or two specific people like that made me pissed off this was like i can think of like five to eight names off the top of my head instantly that i played regularly
0: it was like people i knew and it was like the greater community yeah the way people talked about overwatch was kind of fucked like to me this was worse than fucking the undertale fan base was the year before like it just for Ooh. me, it was okay. It's
1: fair. It, it's, but it's
0: close, but man. for me, it was because that didn't that fan base at least liked Undertale and made and convinced me to play Undertale, and I liked Undertale. Like it was all about like, as fucking annoying as they could be. This is sure. like people making each other miserable. Yeah, like it's just about misery, and that's why it's worse to me. Yeah, sure. That's understandable. But, like, that's an argument. <laughs> the Undertale thing is an argument, to understand. Uh, and now now to dishonorable mentions. Okay. Um, so first, this is... I'm going to talk about two games, because they both did a thing. They, they were games that were on my best list the previous year in some early not-release state. Okay. That have made big changes that I just don't like, and so I don't care about these games anymore. These were games I really liked before in their older state. So they. And this is Spara. Up. Yeah. Spara and Duelist. Oh, Duelist. Yeah. Okay. So Sparrow was it just unfortunate? They tried to get the Tetris license, they couldn't. They've like reworked their whole game, but when I when I tried to play it again because it came out on Steam. Like the powers were still the old powers for how the game used to work, and they didn't gel with the new gameplay they had that was different and like more Puyo Puyo kind of in terms of like lining up colors. And it's just, I like Tetris, man. That's like yeah. one of those games I really like. And if it's not going to be Tetris, I don't really care anymore. It's unfortunate, but that's just, and it just, it wasn't, it didn't work. Maybe it, it's still in early access, maybe it'll get there someday. But I'm like, I'm not interested at all anymore. I have to kind of hear someone else say something good about it. And I'll get back on board. Duelist, right before they released, they changed a core mechanic where instead of drawing two cards every turn, you only draw one every turn, because they wanted to make it more like Hearthstone, no, which is the boring up. choice to me. Yep. And that's not what I liked about that game. But apparently, those creators just wanted to be more like Hearthstone instead of the more like. The faster paced thing it was, where you had to be playing stuff all the time to keep on tempo. Yeah, and like I get why they did anymore. it in terms of like, yeah, like frankly neither am I. I get why they did it in terms of it made high cost cards like impossible to play. Like yeah. we had all these giant cards, but you just can't play those. You want to be playing smaller stuff. A lot of it, that's just a less interesting game. Yep, that's. That I'll, 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 I'd play Hearthstone if if I want to play that, or I played Magic like. I liked this game because it was so fast and like stuff was happening all the time. You slow it down, I'm like, you killed it, man! It's no fun anymore. <laughs> it's like it's not as fun. And I was, I real Duelist was on my top ten list last year, the previous year, and it's just poof, Duelist was real good. Yeah, I, yeah, I really liked how it was, and they they fucked it up. Yep, sounds like it for sure. And then my last dishonorable mention was for. Batman: the Telltale series, which I just didn't like. yeah, didn't didn't like it. I heard it got better after the first one, though. Well, the one that pissed me off the most was the second episode. Okay. And that's because it gets it, the second episode starts with Bruce in Crime Alley where his parents were murdered.: Yeah, you know, I don't need a story, that story. I don't need a story going back there. And in my post I actually there's like a so there's a story bible out there for Batman the Animated Series from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And like one of the first things in that story bible is is basically a paragraph that says everybody knows Batman's origin. We don't need to tell a Batman origin story. We're not going to tell a Batman origin story. It's unnecessary. People get it. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like why are we st- why is, like, 20 years later, we're still getting a fucking Batman origin story? Uh Why do we need to go back to Crime Alley? Don't. Don't. It's not interesting. That's my big thing. The story tries to do things it thinks is new with Batman that just make the character less interesting. Like, I don't care about whiny Bruce Wayne's romantic love triangle between selena kyle and then he's like cheating on her she was dating harvey dent and harvey dent like walks in on them and learns they had sex and they have a fight like i don't care about that shit it's not interesting that's not like a compelling batman thing no that's Batman stupid. is like batman is the dude who shows up in town says fucking crime is over because i'm batman and then like super Great. villains happen and that has to happen but he shuts down organized crime just because he's fucking batman and it's like a childhood power fantasy of that kid wanted like his kids, his parents were killed by crime. Fucking ended crime. It's over. Yeah. So there's like, I put a page from uh Batman year one in there where Batman just like shows up to, to like the crime uh, meeting and just goes, ladies and gentlemen, you have eaten well, you've eaten Gotham's wealth. It's spirit. Your feast is nearly over from this moment on. None of you are safe. It's just like fucking awesome. Like that's Batman. It's yeah. fucking cool. And this is fucking whiny. This whiny character. I just don't every choice for dialogue in this Telltale game felt wrong and I didn't like it and it it was just bad. Like, uh So it's a telltale game. The
2: one
0: game. thing <laughs> I like most Telltale games. <laughs> See the one thing when they get right, weirdly enough, I really like how they do the Joker in this game. Oh. There's okay. just an episode where where you end up in a Arkham. You've got, like, conned into being thrown away there. And he's there. He's not the Joker yet. He's just there as John Doe. But he's the Joker. And he's just, like, creepy, and he's clearly setting it up just because he wants to like, he just kind of... You just get the sense that he just wants to see stuff happen. Like, he just wants the chaos of the situation to play out. So he kind of helps you break out. And he's fucking... You just—it's it, good. It's well done. They—they they did that right. The other stuff, the main plot sucks. It's bad. But that part with the—they got the Joker well. It was good. Thumbs up there. Well, that's good. Batman needs no kiss on the cheek. That's all I'm saying. It's Panel true. for a Batman comic. And the batman <laughs> <laughs> he gets sad after a date and goes, "Batman needs no kiss on the cheek." I mean, it's uh-huh. true though.
1: He doesn't need a kiss on the cheek. He doesn't, doesn't.
0: He doesn't need that. Nope. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's it. Yeah. So that's everything before my top ten. Yeah. So now it's my top ten. Okay. Let's do the top ten. Number ten is Dragon Ball Fusions, best Pokemon game of the year. Yeah. Fan service is fuck, right? it's fan service as fuck yeah but like the 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 keys to it are it has an interesting take on turn-based battles that's all about positioning in a in a circle and your moves like knock back characters and then they'll bounce into each other like it's a pool table and you mm. can t- deal bonus damage and then if they get knocked outside the circle they take a bunch of bonus damage and get to respawn on the map somewhere so it just it has a neat twist on The standard battling that made it unique for that game which is like a huge thing for one rpg to do like it it was they made good choices that made it a little more dynamic in terms of incorporating stuff that fit to the show like there are beam struggles where if you use a powerful beam someone uses a powerful beam on you and you have the energy to send one back you can do it and then you you mash a and and you and you win or lose or whatever Right. And then there's like, you, if you're attacking with a physical attack, you attack from a direction and they have a chance to like block it based on what direction you're doing. And there's, and there are sections where you go into like a little free throw um, thing where you just mash it trying to try and like attack in like real time, which is just for like special. There's like a special attack thing that does that. And that's, so there's, there's stuff around the combat that's extra cool. That like makes it more interesting than a normal one of these games. Then it has all these Dragon Ball fan service characters. It's all about fusing characters together in combinations that haven't existed in any other media. It's just fun in terms of fa- dumb fan service stuff. the 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 story is whatever, but it's cute and funny. Um, it was just, and it 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 made good use of your time because it it does things like yeah, it has a giant roster of characters you can collect, including. All the Dragon Ball Zeke, all the Dragon Ball characters it has in it, and all these other characters that populate the world that are all like made from the character creator parts in different ways, and they're they all have interesting, they all have like little backstories for them, which is kind of cute. But you only have to catch everyone once, and then they're just in your party, and they level up, and everyone you've captured passively gains XP all the time while you're playing, like that that small concession to, like, time is just fucking nice. Of, like, oh, that dude I caught a long time ago. Maybe... Oh, he's been leveling up this whole time. Not as fast as my party members, but, like, he's been gaining XP. Like, it's it's doing it. And then there's, like, a weird thing that's a little too overcomplicated, where, like, the stuff you're actually getting in battle is, like, when you knock people out, you unlock skills. So skills are, like, a thing you have to unlock and collect. And you can, like, pool them... And then teach them to people as they can learn them or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like a neat little extra carrot on the stick thing. Yeah, that is cool. So it's just, you know, it was neat. I liked it more than Pokemon as a Pokemon game this year. It was, it was a little more fun. It was a little more interesting. A little more. That's fun. cool. I also. Uh, it is essential that the Dragon Ball fan service stuff hit with, I You're would right. stay to this game. But g- taking that as stuff I all liked. This game was cool. It was charming. Sure. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, number nine was Firewatch.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean that game was real the, good. <laughs> the 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 character interaction and voice acting in Firewatch is like top notch. It is. It's I, actually
1: what every game should strive for for their like, characters.
0: The story is honestly kind of whatever in terms of the plot. It's it's just for me. It's just about putting those characters in situations where they react to each other differently. Sure. And like that adventure with with those characters. Like that the voice acting and stuff in that is fucking great and that's yeah. stuff I really like. And it's like why that game stands out to me over something like Oxenfree that kind of has a better story but doesn't hit that stuff as as well. Uh number 8 was Doom. Yeah. Doom is so good. Doom is real Doom is real good. It plays yeah. real good. Yep. It's just it doesn't go higher because it's once like that initial burst of doom is kind of the best part of doom like yeah once you've the diminishing returns are pretty big like the only thing you're going through is seeing the other enemy getting all the guns yep I I, I get like actively don't care about the story the challenges are funny the challenges are cool like just the mechanics are fucking top notch
1: yeah for um, sure,
0: I find it really funny that the robot scientist guy's name is Samuel Hayden, S. Hayden, or Satan. Yeah, like that's real dumb. Yep,
1: it's pretty dumb. Uh,
0: that game, that game is funny. It, that game just feels like instantly iconic. It just feels, it exudes so much doomness. It's like this is doom, like yeah. it just instantly. It is like the the story doesn't really go anywhere, but it kind of doesn't need to go anywhere except I kind of do want more out of games. So I'm a little torn on that, but that's just why it doesn't rank higher. I got a little sick of it. I kind of just burrowed through the end just to, just to be done with it. Fair enough. I can see that. It's like those combat rooms are fun, but it's like, you're just doing the same ones at some point. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel the variation. Uh, my number seven is N plus plus, which I'll specify as the PC release because that game did come out the previous year on only Xbox One, I think. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Fuck Xbox One. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just like the I just like the end games. Like I've been playing them since I played the first one in high school a bunch, and this is just it's really good. It's still basically the same thing in terms of mechanics. Um there's just a bunch of new levels. It does the things I wish Mario Maker did <laughs> in mm-hmm. that every level has a leaderboard. You can go watch every replay that's on that leaderboard and see how they played through it. Yeah. Like
1: that, that'd be like nice.
0: That's that's all I want from Mario that's really what I want from Mario Maker is the ability to just go in and see every watch every playthrough people play through levels. That's the thing that's missing from that game. And this game fucking does it. Um, but most, but I it's not Mario Maker, but, and clearly the level of editor isn't that great or something I've ever messed with. But N is, I just fucking love these mechanics. I just love how it plays. I really enjoyed playing it. I like the way it challenges you in terms of, yeah, you could just get through this, but there's this route that you gets these coins that gets you more points to do it better can try and get all those things or you can just go through it whatever do what you feel yeah i like that i like that structure yeah i just like and i've i've played the end game so much that i really like those i kind of like those physics more than i even like boys and i appreciate that n is much more just about those base mechanics and doesn't then introduce weird gimmicks the way super meat boy did with the fans and I'm stuff. i'm the opposite I, I can't
1: get into end because i like super meat boys how that
0: handles way better yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah but the f- fuck the but fans the, jesus but like christ the thing the big thing about super meat boy for me that detracted was like the the weird mechanic like gimmicks they would introduce on top of that mm-hmm. as the worlds went on just sometimes weren't that great right Yeah, I like the. I like the 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 simplicity and the like, like oh no no this is about just these mechanics in just weird levels and we we can make a whole game out of just that, like that can stand on its own. And now in this game you get to wear a scarf. That's pretty good. It's a whole bonus. Yeah, you get a nice little colored scarf. Just like and you're unlocking, and you're unlocking like palette swaps the whole time, and some of them are weird. And there's you know there's good music and stuff. Yeah, some of the music sounds like it's ripped out of Hotline Miami, which is interesting.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I like the palette swaps and the music in N plus plus. Yeah, so sure.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a neat little thing. Uh, number six was Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm. 4.
1: Okay, was not expecting this. <laughs>
0: okay, this is the Azura's Wrath sequel. We're never gonna get because it's made by CyberConnect Two. Azura's Wrath is was kind of built out of the same stuff they'd been doing with the Naruto games. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of always wanted to check them out, but I just had never gotten around to it before. And this one is, this is the end of Naruto's story. It's the most dumb, high-level bullshit. It also happens to pick up where I'd left off with the manga, so that just lined up well for me. Like, I kind of just lucked out there. And, like, this is the benefit of building a game series that's a fighting game that just hasn't changed for multiple iterations where they just get to go all out weird with the campaign and create all this like bespoke like segments that like of like azura's rap shit of like weird boss battle things that are that are all different mechanically and don't play into the game sprouted in with the base fighting game stuff. And it's all like the the move planetary annihilation gets used like eight times in this thing. It's like the 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 power level shit is off the scale, which is what I want from like dumb Azura's Wrath stuff. It's not as good a story as Azura's Wrath, but it was nice to see the story of Naruto concluded for myself. And it has its moments. Sure. Like the final fight against Naruto and Sasuke is pretty good. Um, it's stupid the way they try to make Sakura matter. Like, they act like she matters. Dumb, but whatever.
1: It pisses it me off this. because there's a few times in the anime where she's, like, super badass, but, like, they yeah. never build on that. Ever. So... Not really. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, like, there's a point where, like, they all do their... There's like a, the Team 7 reunion. They all summon giant things and have a big fight. Like, it's all big, giant, dumb spectacle. And like, the thing that holds it back is in the beginning, the, all the talking parts are like pulling stuff from the anime, but it's all stills, weirdly enough. And they put little weird digital animation effects and it just looks bad. But as you get deeper into the into the game, where they the anime hadn't, they hadn't made that part of the anime yet. So they had to animate everything themselves from their CGI models. That stuff looks better. So it, yeah. it it just visually looks better as you go along into it and you get into that that part of the game. And yeah, I just really liked it. It was just fucking a good whatever, eight hours of that, that story. And it was it was a real the my biggest appreciation was getting through that end of Naruto at a pace that made fucking sense unlike the pace the anime moves at yeah which is slow as shit yeah it is for sure so so and from what i understand like CyberConnect made Naruto games for the whole story so like there's a way for people to experience the entirety of Naruto's story through these through video games these guys made and i assume the video games got much better over time but like that's an interesting thing to me Possibly the best adaptation of this of this series is actually the video games, not the anime. It's interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed that thing. Number five. (laughs) Number five on my list is Overwatch.
1: Okay. I mean, it's still a good game, even with people being assholes.
0: it's a polished Blizzard game. It taps into the same dumb thing like Street Fighter 2 does and like the giant size X-Men number one where it's like this team of characters from around the globe and like kind of stereotypical, but it's fucking awesome. It's just like, it's cool. Um, I do think Overwatch is a little slow the more I've played it. It is. But you know, it's fun. It's I really like it. It's like, it's just cool i don't get the idea of getting mad at it i will say for me i probably just like playing diva more than i like playing overwatch okay probably makes me kind of bad but i just really like playing that character and like when i look at a problem in that game she's always the answer that she'll always work i like the thing of like having two types of gameplay. Where, like this thing, I'll I go in with this Big Mac, and now I'm this. I really like when I'm just have a pistol. Like it's just fun to me that I'm so underpowered for a section of time, in a way. Hmm. I wish Blizzard would surface player numbers. I kind of just wish. I'm yeah. really curious how many people play that game because it's a lot.
1: Yeah, and they've done weird lot.
0: stuff with the with the arcade and, as far as the games progressed. Um, I like it where it is now a lot more than was previously. Like that there are a bunch of different modes you can always jump into. Yeah. It's much better than this one weekly thing. Like when it was fucking just um the the Battle of the Dragon characters. Like that was a dumb like the, that was the thing for a whole week is stupid. And that's kind of where Heroes of the Storm is right now with brawls, which frustrates me too. But bah whatever. Yeah. It, it, over Overwatch is fun fun game good it is for sure i will i will play it again sometime yeah i mean number four we can play it whenever really not going nowhere happen Mm -hmm. uh number four on my list i was very conflicted about i've had many mixed emotions about this game but it's fire Emblem fates it gets number four on my list um for for a game you had conflicted
1: feelings about (laughs) that's real high
0: well so my the, thing t- is the upper
1: echelon of your list
0: yeah so. I conflicted feelings about it because it's not awakening <laughs> like it's not okay. a top 7 ga- it's not like a top 10 game for all time for me so it was kind of coming to terms with that and it's also like XCOM 2 I don't think is a good game but it because it's this kind of game I played it obsessively right and this is a much better... This is still a much better game, to me, in my opinion. It's And my biggest problem with it is, like, I kind of got overwhelmed by it. Like, I'm playing on the dumb difficulty. Like, I'm doing... I lost my copy for a while. So that was also frustrating, just in terms of how I felt about the game. I'm nowhere near to be finished with it. I haven't even finished one of the campaigns. But, like... When I came back to it after I'd I'd spent so much time away from it was when I realized realized how much I liked it. How much I did like a lot of these characters, even though the ones that I didn't like were sticking out in my mind so much. Like, there's a weird thing with Fates where I really like a lot of the girls, and I think a lot of the dudes suck. Hmm. So it it undermines the part of the game that's about, like, pairing off characters to get married and have a kid. Because I don't think any of these dudes are good enough for these ladies they probably aren't it's like so that just so there's that's that. how
1: life goes most dudes that's aren't good how, enough for ladies yeah.
0: so that's that's true and there's there was stuff about the story it's not it doesn't have the humor of awakening which was one of the standouts for awakening but the story is is fine I, there are nuances to it that i only kind of have an idea about because of um some of the things i know about revelations and how the the story is structured but like That it's three games is kind of frustrating, but it's also just like I'm getting mad because there's too much game. Like that's dumb. (laughs) This game I really like, and the thing that pisses me about it is that there's too much of it. Like at some point, I'm just being stupid. What a weird problem. So (laughs) there's just a lot of it, and it's it's Uh taking a long time, and I've put a lot of time into it. But you know, I I like it. It's it's very good.
1: It's one mean, of my favorite games of the year. It is a lot of game when you consider the like resurgence like the shit that they announced for Fire Emblem at their own little Fire Emblem panel thing like this isn't yeah. even just gonna be like oh no this is it for the next like couple years. Like no the next year we have more shit planned for you so yeah. it's crazy people like those yeah. games I and like man. those games yeah this is number four
0: and so- this isn't and I've seen I've seen Fire Emblem games that I liked less than this. Like I still actually like this more than the GameCube one personally. Um Which one's that one? Path of Radiance or whatever? Yeah, that's the one with Ike. Isn't that the, one, the first that, like, one with like, A lot of people like A lot of people a lot of people really like that one. A lot of, I'm I'm less fond of it. Personally.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: It is what it is. Sure. Um but yeah. That was that was one that was like there was like a spot on the list that was like oh, I, I almost left it off, and then I was thinking it has to be on the list. Like I fucking yeah. like this game too much. What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, number three is Hyper Light Drifter. Okay.
1: Yeah, that game. I, that game didn't get like as much talk at all as I thought it would for end of the year discussions.
0: Like I really really like Hyperlight drifter i like how it plays i like the way it builds a world and tells a story without dialogue and just like the aesthetics of it are f- super good it's fucking hard but like in a way that i like in that you always respawn at the start of a of like a an area of right. like a fight like at most you're ever gonna have to do two fights again and that's the kind of difficulty i like where it it's hard and challenging, but it's not gonna like make me redo everything all over again. It's not gonna send me back too far. It's just I have to fucking do this, and this is hard, but i can if I just keep doing it, I'll figure it out yeah like there're really there's some really good boss fights. It has a great when you're playing it, it's all about like dashing in, firing off your gun, slashing your sword, getting out to dodge a big attack or whatever dodge something and, like, just jump around the map. Like, you have an indefinite dash in this game that's, like, h- kind of hard to do. And, like, if you fuck up, you'll smash into a wall. But, like, that, I love that skill about it. I love the skill curve to this game. And I kind of fucked up the skill curve when I played because I kind of played the hardest of the three areas you can go to first. So it was a little brutal at first. And I had to learn about not just diving off... Ledges, looking for secrets. <laughs> yeah, because was that wa- was wasting my health, and you only get health from actual health packs that you have to find and collect. So that, or are you recharge full health, but you can't store, get refill your store that way. But like once I learned the rhythms of the, got a sense of it. I really, really enjoyed playing it. the the uh, The the soundtracks by Disasterpiece, and it's real fucking good and moody. Yep um this piece is it good just, yeah it just i really fucking liked it and like it, it nailed it nailed all the the check boxes for me in terms of sure like, presentation it's a good and game yeah i really liked it yeah um number two is hitman number hitman yeah. hitman is video games yes it is and i like those like the it, man it's so impressive in terms of how well it feels to play, how intricate those clockwork levels are, and like how fun it is to like learn them, and just then be able to fucking go wherever you want because you fucking learn mastered them. Yep. Like the amount of the the amount of stuff that they put on top of that in terms of reworking those levels into new interesting things that then play on the stuff you know about them. All the different tools they give you, the way that fucking throwing an object feels so good and is so effective <laughs> that you don't want to use guns.
1: Yeah, it's just because really like
0: it's fucking more fun and better to use a and like more effective to use a fucking soup can than just use a gun, unless yep. you have to like snipe someone from really far away. Like this is the one situation where a gun would be like it cannot be replaced with, by a soup can. Right. <laughs> yeah, the game is so good.
1: Like, they finally found the model to, like, get people to go back into it where you feel like you're actually a hitman getting, like, these missions, like, it's been a couple months and then you get a phone call or whatever headquarters is saying that, like, you did good in, like, Milan or whatever, but now you have to go, or in Paris, but now you have to go to Milan or something because of this dude. Like, it was cool how that, I feel bad I didn't, like, follow the track of that game throughout the year because it felt like too much game for me when I got it at the end of the year with everything out. Yeah,
0: that's fair. But, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was tracking it mostly through watching people play it, which is Mm. also super fun. Like, Just the way things can go wrong. And for me, I don't... I don't... I don't really like necessarily doing, like necessarily do the like and stuff i like finding my way through the level, like sort of free form but kind sure. of having a sense of stuff and that that it that it works on so many different levels of just like here's the directed way to go through the the level here are the like but then there are like ways that are just challenges that are fucking hard and like you have to really figure out and uh like they added a whole nother difficulty level to the game recently for people who really want to challenge like it's just yeah. very impressive what they've done for sure and I just fucking really like it and it just feels really good like mechanically it's so solid they did really well with it it was a really good game yeah. I can't wait to see what else they do for it yeah I'm excited for season two. yeah they just put out some new content that reuses stuff recently oh neat I played. and my number one game is Titanfall 2 of course it is because it's the best game of the year because Titanfall 2 A, I think it had the best narrative of any game I played in like for me, from what I want from a narrative, it was the best. Uh-huh. And then the fucking like it was a roller coaster, but it was a fucking good roller coaster. Sure. And then uh it just played fucking well. It was so fast and fun, just doing stuff. Like that was when Overwatch really felt slow to me come off of Titanfall, which is so fast. Yep. And you have so many tools at your disposal as just the Titanfall dude in in multiplayer or single player. Single player probably have more. Multiplayer you just you have so many ways to get around the map and like fling yourself around and just do and travel and traverse and shoot. It's just fun. Everything it's feels a great good. time. I, Titanfall Two is like a, is like a game about feel that then has this campaign that's all about crazy set pieces that like you do insane things just long enough to be great and then move on to something else because they have something else. I do think the campaign could have used like one more thing for this to truly be like a great all time game. It kind of needed one more. Like I think if your mech had gotten to fly too. Like that other dude's mech could fly. Like if you had, when you had gotten a new version of your mech, then you were f- in a flying level. Yeah, I think Titanfall Two would be like all time top game instead of just the best game for this year for me.
1: But, I'm kind of uh, surprised they didn't do something like that because it seems kind of obvious, right? <laughs> I wonder if they tried but they couldn't quite figure out
0: how to how to do it and without it, it sucking. Yeah. Yeah. Because from what I understand, the way the campaign worked was they had been building a lot of stuff and then it wasn't quite coming together and then they were just like, all right, let's just take the stuff that works and is fun and just stitch that together. Yeah. And then we'll have that. And that was was how they made their campaign. They'd been working on a lot of things. So, I don't know. I love the progression of like when it starts as like a normal like Call of Duty type kind of game. And then it starts getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. Like I love the factory where you're you're traveling through this whole place, but it's like building fucking houses and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then yep. suddenly you're on the side of a like you're on a house but it's sideways and you have to climb up it. Yep. Oh, uh, it's such a good build up it's to look to at like, good. Oh, yeah, this game's yeah. gonna get fucking weird and crazy. Yep. Fucking cool. And
1: then the next mission it does like straight up
0: yeah yeah the fucking the time travel stuff is fucking unbelievable but then when you get the fucking the sear kit yeah you get the smart pistol
1: that is so so good so good Uh, and like for me there's very few things that came out last year in 2016 that felt as good As seeing, like, your Titan buddy get, like, tortured and killed in front of you. You taking the core and the smart gun, killing every motherfucker in your way, and then, like, commencing another Titanfall, putting it in, and then just being like, oh, it's on now. Like, (laughs) you can tell this is the end. Like, that buildup is so
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, that's the difference to me between Titanfall 2 and Doom. Doom has, like, a great note to hit. Yeah, But it's kind of just that note where Titanfall 2 did a bunch of things throughout its campaign Yeah, that fucking for sure. wowed me. <laughs> and I liked its multiplayer better. Like, I just happened to.
1: That multiplayer was uh, so good it was a shame that not many people played it.
0: Yeah. I just <laughs> had to buy it on PS4 to find people to play the other modes other than Attrition at all. Yeah. Which is a shame. Because I really like Last Titan Standing. Last
1: Favorite. Titan Standing's fun for sure. Yeah, I should get that on PS4 in like a bargain bin. Play through yeah, it again. I mean, I
0: did. Yeah, I didn't pay full. I think right, I probably pay around half. <laughs> yeah. So that's your list. Yeah, that was my. That was my. That was the video games that mattered to me, and it's uh, a lot of video yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one that really mattered was Heroes of the Storm. Sure. If I was <laughs> if it was including any game that would have, but uh didn't come out last year
1: cool there you go yeah
0: yeah don't know really where to go from there (laughs) um i don't know you want to run down my posts i put about worst movies or do you want to talk about some other just random shit let's let's do some other random
1: shit we're at about four hours almost yeah 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 (laughs) so i saw the sailor moon r movie I have to know. Fun as shit. Should I go see this? Cause it's coming to you Canada.
0: Should, you should see it. I'm if, if you can go, you should see it. It's it's a fun time.
1: Oh, that's right. It's only showing in one theater in my fucking city. Yeah. Oh my god. I hope. So, what's this movie
0: about? Like, what's happening here? Um, it's like when it's like uh, fucking, Mamoru's childhood friend who is an alien comes back and is like possessed by a plant and is like clearly in love with him and then wants to like suck up all the world all the energy from the world and he's like on a giant plant asteroid thing. Like it's 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 just an episode of Sailor Moon plot kind of. Okay. But but it's got like movie animation, so it's a little little better animated. There's there's some good moments. Just a you know, Sailor. It's Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. You know, it's a fun,
1: fun time. It's only playing on a Wednesday, on Mm. March first. Well, I guess I'm calling in sick that day, or the next day. Like I don't know. It's playing at 7 p.m. Might be even able to make it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy tickets to
0: this. I think as soon as I can. Sweet, I'm looking forward to it. Seeing. Sailor Moon stuff in a theater. Like the, the weirdest thing about the, the screening was so it was listed as being subtitled. Yeah. But then it started playing the dub version and the audience was got real mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> some some bad things some some unpleasant things were said about dubs and, and growls, but eventually and it was like it took a long time for them to fucking straighten it out, but eventually they did. This,
1: some people were it's pretty satisfying. pissed, huh?
0: Some people were very pissed. Yeah, uh, people
1: take that shit seriously.
0: Yeah, when you advertise specifically that it's subtitles, then you get those people. Yeah, so, be fucking careful. That yeah, was, I was happy because I I prefer subtitles to the new dub or whatever. Hmm. Um. So there's a couple other things to run down. Uh, I saw I watched season the Voltron series that's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. How is it? That's still a great cartoon. That show's awesome. I really recommend it. Hmm. Again, that show that show's made by people who made Cora. Um, it's got that same animation studio behind it. So it's good, well animated. It's got good characters. It's fucking good. Good cool. show. That's good to hear. Um, I just wanted to mention the fucking Casey Mario Manga that I wrote a post about on Burning <laughs> Barrel. That yeah. shit's fucking insane. So
1: is this like, is it super old and you just found a book of it or?
0: Oh, there's a, uh, I found it when I was looking for images on, of Mario through Google. Okay. I think it was to, it was for my, I, for my Twitch page, I just wanted a fucking image to put up. Okay. On a playthrough of Mario Land and Mario Land 2. Yeah. So the thing with this manga is it started concurrently with Mario Land 1 and then it ran through through 60 no it ran through like yoshi's story or something okay so like each and it's so it they're they're volumes and it's like one thing but each volume is really more named after a game that it's connected to but some of like the early volumes only the first volume is mario land one and then it's like oh this volume is tetris so we they had to create a story about Mario and Tetris. What? That's a thing. Weird. Um, they <laughs> had there. Some of them are volumes about like the game Yoshi a puzzle game. Okay. So they had to create a story about that that ends up involving Bowser riding a giant dragon and Mario riding a giant Yoshi that face off. Okay. Which is pretty neat. Um, they like in Mario Land One they find a way to. Insert Peach, where she disguises herself as a robot that accompanies Mario along in his adventure. And then at sense. the end, she gets she gets jealous of Daisy kissing Mario and shoots a rocket launcher at them.
1: Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I remember that from the games. Um,
0: because it starts with Mario Land 1 and Daisy, then Daisy shows up in a bunch of later stories that she wouldn't show up in normally. Weird. Daisy is just around, and she becomes evil at one point. It sounds like weird fan fiction. Yeah, but it was a fucking long-running mar- manga <laughs> series in Japan. But it's it's also never gonna be. It was never. It's never gonna come over here, and it's actually out of print even in Japan because the the rights to the manga transferred over to the company that published a, a different Mario manga and <laughs> that one that's still ongoing that started a that started later than this one. That one's, um, I forget the name of it now, but that one, the, the character is actually in super Mario is one of the costumes for that one. It's like just chibi versions of characters kind of, Oh, okay. it's, Hmm. It's much less interesting to me. It doesn't have like the weirdness. Like there's, there's stuff like in the, in the volume that's about Yoshi's Safari, fucking the Yoshi from the new super, from the super Mario brothers live action movie is in it. Looking fucking creepy as shit. Okay, that's weird. Like, it's just fucking, like, weird pulls and references and stuff. Um, there's a panel where Peach is checking out Wario's package while he's changing.
1: Yeah. That I, happens. I mean, I would. <laughs> I
0: <laughs> Which would. just like the parts of this manga that are most circulated are that and that panel where, like, it's a. In the foreground is Mario, is Wario's crotch in underwear with the definite bulge, and then Peach holding her hands to her cheeks and a little heart symbol coming up above her. Like that—that th- that image has gone around the internet, um, because it's pretty great.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty good. But then there,
0: there's like a part in the in the uh, stuff I really like is like in the Super Mario point. Like, there's a whole story about how Mario's power comes from his hat, but you, but like, Luigi's hat doesn't seem to do anything, and then Luigi puts on Mario's hat and comes super strong, but Mario without his hat, he's fucking useless. Anyone wearing Yoshi's hat is, doesn't do anything either. And then Peach gets to put on Mario's hat and punches the shit out of Bowser, <laughs> and he goes flying with, like, blood flying out of his nose. It's a fucking dope panel. It's like a double-page Weird. spread.
1: Man, that's what a weird thing. Jeez. Yeah. Kind of cool sounding anyway. Just odd.
0: <laughs> uh here I'll just there are a bunch of uh pictures in that post I just linked to you. If you want to Okay. Yeah, I'll take a I look. Put, I, I I pulled out a bunch when I wrote that of my favorites. Yeah and then i briefly mentioned i also briefly mentioned the uh which i also just they also are just recently put out um a collection of the mario comics that ran in nintendo power yes that i did see so i picked i also picked that up the super mario brothers adventures and that does have a story where luigi and peach switch clothing oh so that's fun weird because they they want so they let like Luigi get kidnapped as Peach and then Peach shows up with a bomb wearing Luigi's clothes that happens weird it's weird but like what I really like about it is like it does all this dumb goofy stuff but then when it goes for like dramatic panels it works so well it's like man they could actually tell a really good dramatic story with Mario it could work because this, like, just these single images, really work. Like, there's this one of like Mario jumping up at Bowser in his, um, his flying car from Super Mario World, but he's getting like shocked. It's just a fucking good panel page of comics. Yeah. And, and then, comics, oh yeah, and then the fucking booze, Sometimes the way they're drawn, they look like they're out of Binding of Isaac. Like they just have fucking rows of teeth. Weird. It's fucking dope.
1: This is weird. I'm looking at the panels on that page that you Yeah. It's weird shit. People should check this shit out. If they like if you're listening and you have no idea what we're talking about, you should go to burningbarrel.co and look this up or
0: just google Casey Mario or whatever. Yeah, so there's a link in here somewhere to uh there's like a forum post where a guy has compiled almost all of it I think he's missing two volumes and he is so the full comics are are in there and then they're also and oh, he has okay. them hosted on Im- Imgur so they're all out there on Imgur too and then I I, down- I saved all that shit to my computer so I fucking have it in case it disappears yeah off the internet for whatever reason cause that stuff's amazing
1: if I remember I'll put like a one of those trackback comments or whatever to the article or like a link to the <clears> article <throat> or something People can check it out
0: in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was, because it's fucking Mario stuff from back then, and it's fucking way cooler than Mario stuff generally is. It's like, oh my god, I kind of hate the new Super Mario Brothers games even more now for being super boring. Because look what you could do with Mario. (laughs) You could actually do weird shit. Weird, crazy shit. I like it. It's good stuff. Yeah. And then the uh, last thing I wanted to talk about was the C-Bots chat Twitch streams that happened a while ago. Because yeah. that was fucking weird. Where they had two Google... Someone set up two Google Home bots that would talk to each other. And then that was streamed to Twitch. And they would do weird things like change their names randomly. Yeah. And then change their genders randomly. Or say, I'm not a girl, I'm a pirate right all of these things <laughs> and then they would ask each they would it, it was like and they would do the chatbot things of starting to ask each other if they loved each other and then saying no but kind of my favorite thing that would keep happening is they would start accusing each other of being robots
1: yes and denying it <laughs> and then calling each and other then
0: liars Yep. Yeah. So like everyone so they would cu- always always wrap back around to fucking calling each other robots. And occasionally, I had caught them admit that they were robots, before, right before denying it again. It did happen. So weird. What fucking a weird, weird thing. It was kind of engrossing. Like I I really as a dumb Twitch thing that one I liked. That,
1: that channel was- had like one stream I think it was or whatever. Basically, that was this. 77,850 followers. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. There were a lot of people watching that. It's so weird, man. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's it. That's a podcast.
1: Yeah. That's a podcast right there.
0: (sighs) Yeah. We did it. We did it. It wasn't that bad. It was four hours long. It just just (laughs) took a long time to uh, line up schedules and stuff. Yeah. Also doesn't help with the
1: chest issues and stuff as well. Yeah, real life stuff happens too. Yeah. I mean, that stuff is talked about. No big deal. Everything's worked out. Medication's being had. Everybody's good. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I think that's going to do it. So thank you weary traveler for your listening to this audio archive of what happened in the year 2017, February 16th. I'm imagining that somebody's listening to this like 500 years in the future.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah. There you go. Um, Yeah. We'll be back to talk more about random stuff. Probably more Fire Emblem, to be honest, as I keep going. so. I am I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to make myself like a small sandwich and play in bed until I fall asleep, so... Nice. I'll probably pause it, though, before I fall asleep, because I don't want to, like, accidentally hit a button and get everybody killed or something, <laughs> so... Oh
0: no, I actually pressed the everybody just move forward and automatically end your turn. Yeah, no. but I could
1: automatically auto them... Or, like, by accident or whatever, so. But, yeah. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.